Hello and welcome back to the Out of Mana pa- uh, podcast. Oh, I can always do this, man. I think I got it and I don't. Episode 30 with me, the real Shicey, and my good friend, Joshua Cast. And um, today, uh, we're, we're just not even going to sugarcoat it. We're really going to de- take a deep dive and talk about Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, but uh, before that, um, you could also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, um, Twitch, uh, what is that? Linktree, MySpace. Uh, <laughs> Linktree is just a social media, but maybe you know, no whatever. <laughs> TikTok we may disappear from because who knows? Oh, banning and there's soon. this search engine called Google. If you if you type out of Mana podcast, there's a good chance we might be number one. But I can't. It's not but, a good chance we are number one. Okay, in the there top we go. The results. <laughs> there we go. So uh, so there's another way you could find us. But um, as always, how are you doing, Josh? Doing well. How about you? Uh, overall, pretty good. Um, uh, for uh, those that may be listening to us live, um, or even if you catch us later on any of those platforms we just mentioned, and if we abruptly just end, uh, just know that we are uh, both under some sort of uh, thunderstorm watch, and uh, things could get very heavy during our podcast here. And if one of us loses power, we'll see how we could uh, uh, we could uh, resolve that. But uh, if, it, if it gets weird at one point, we're like, yeah, how you doing? Then you'll know why. Um, also, to the people in, what, the 12 states that are being affected by this, hopefully all of you stay safe. And Yeah. Um, this one, yeah, they're, they're, they're really making this one sound like it's not good. Um, so um, I don't think it's they're making it sound like it's not good. It isn't good because yeah. I think it was like Mississippi or another state, but they got like E4 tornadoes, like not just one of them, but like seven of them. Yeah, it's this, which is pretty bad. This uh, what would probably last what twenty four hour period, and it's still not done. Yeah, to yeah. your point, there's a lot of states. Uh, well, it'll be interesting. It's probably not even a good word to use, interesting, but um, but we'll see what kind of. Um, destruction is in its wake afterwards which is which it's not fun i, I that just that shit sucks i mean there's there's no way to put in it it should like i know on my stream i was talking about it with a couple people um it, you know mother nature could be sometimes obviously amazing and even though it's very destructible but like you know you'll see one whole block just wiped out and the other just perfectly fine and it's on the same street it's just like it's mind-blowing but anyways we're not going to really get into that, but we figured uh, just, um, you know, everybody be safe out there. Uh, stay away from your windows. Get in your bathtubs. I don't know if that's a myth, but get in your bathtubs if you don't have a basement. If you don't, yeah, if you don't have a basement, get in your bathtubs. Unless there's an earthquake, then don't go in your basement. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't do that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, uh, so like this last week, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't mean to, to gloat by any stretch of imagination, um, but I've kind of spent spending a little bit more money than i need to be <laughs> um on personal things or like items or travel whatever. um all the the above i guess uh mostly nerd- the nine hundred thousand dollar car no shit i wish uh actually i dare i say never but if i was a quote-unquote millionaire i don't even know if i would spend that much on a vehicle um doesn't make a lot of sense dollars that'd be all your money right there well, multi multi millionaire. How about that? Um, no, but um, I uh, first off, congratulations to anybody out there that has scored a collector's edition of Tears in the Kingdom. I envy you. I still don't have one. However, I did buy a new Switch. Yes, for the first time ever, I have purchased a second Nintendo console. 
This is the first. I've never did this with any other generation. So let me ask, did you buy a normal like Switch OLED or did yes. you buy like a Pokemon well, or no, no, no. Zelda? Uh, uh, my apologies. I bought the Zelda one. I, I did okay. buy the Zelda one. Yes, I, I felt uh, the desire to do so <laughs> uh, because also like my my current Switch is uh, clogged up with its memory. So I figured the other line of thought in my mind was fresh Switch, fresh Zelda. <clears throat> let's go. Um, so I bought that. I bought the Zelda Pro Controller. I bought the Zelda case. <laughs> so the only thing I'm missing is the fucking collector's edition. Um, so I bought all that. Um, and then I just bought like a couple of vinyl music CD or, you know, not CDs, but vinyls records. Um, I bought some Final Fantasy seven trading cards. I'm just buying dumb shit that I don't need to buy. <laughs> I'm just I'm just being honest. Um uh me and my friends we're gonna go see the Book of Mormon in a in a week and a half from now. Um, Book of Mormon. Yeah, it's uh it's like a Broadway musical type thing play. I don't know. I've heard I know good... you're into Mormons. <laughs> I no it's from uh Matt Stone and Trey Parker, the South Park guys. It's oh. uh I've heard I've heard good things about it. It's been out for years. Um but they still they still do it. So um so that should be fun. Um, I bought, um, 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 uh, weather tech floor mats for my car. <laughs> I bought, I, I just been a little, yeah, a little buying binge frenzy. And, uh, <laughs> I thought yeah. you were going to say something. I thought you said I've been a little buying bitch. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> that's what <laughs> I heard. <laughs> well, that, I guess in, in, in a nutshell, yes, I am being a little buying bitch. Um, I'm, I'm sure I, I'm sure I left a thing or two out, but, uh, but, um, but yeah, so, uh, that, um, that's kind of really been, uh, my week in a nutshell, uh, playing WoW again. Um, we are going to go see the Mario Brothers movie on Wednesday night, so that's going to be awesome. We're going to be able to talk about that next week, so I'm um, looking forward to that. Um, this whole, like, next couple of weeks is going to be very in- interesting, um, also, too, um, I know we haven't talked about this off podcast, but I guess we just do it here in the flesh. But next week, we'll probably be doing our pod on Thursday instead of Friday because I'll actually be going out of town for that uh, next weekend. So, um, so yeah, just a um, um, very interesting couple weeks up ahead, I guess. How about you, sir? Well, I was, I was going to bring this up earlier, but, yes. you know, with the storm talk that we had... Mm-hmm. I thought it was very weird that I was playing a game called Life is Strange, and the first one revolves around a really big storm wiping out a town. Mm. And yesterday, as soon as I beat the game and you know did all the storm stuff, um, I started hearing it rain in real life. I'm like, this feels weird. Why am I here? Why am I like getting real reverberation? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's raining outside. And then I look at my phone. I'm like, uh oh, did I jinx myself? I just seen a catastrophe in game, and now it's like replicating in real life. Yeah, that's it's it's that is a little weird. <laughs> That's a little weird. I was playing, um, I was trying to do the new Pokemon, uh, terror raid before our pod today. And I was just like chilling there, uh, waiting in the lobby, trying to get into another group. And my bookshelf, like all the books, like just, they just fell off. Fell like, like not fell off, but like they all just, you know, swayed and just shifted. I'm like, I'm like staring at it. I'm like, okay, why, why, why did that just happen? Like, <laughs> Like is, is is the wind moving the building or something? I could barely feel it. Like you know, I don't know. It's like you know, who knows? Are your shelves anchored? No, they're not. 
Are, are they like thin shelves that like are supposed to hold they're like, like media? They're like they're like the ones behind me, but shorter, so like up to this high. Like in the one, like if you look like right behind me, like that's how high it is, you know, um, in the other room. And I, I use it for DVDs and books. And um, the book shelf part of it, yeah, they just all just. Shh. I'm just like. That'd be weird. Mm. Well, yeah, I'm like, mm, okay, like they were fine for how many months, and now all of a sudden you guys want to fall? Like, okay, but what else? Um, <clears throat> but um, but yeah, that's pretty much really been me. I just uh, just you know back on WoW, um, and um, just looking forward to the horizon. I mean, uh, we're we're going to talk, I guess, a lot about the Zelda game, uh, so we'll save that, but um. Along with that, like, I know we talked about it back in probably December um, when the Game Awards were going on and we were kind of projecting this year about, you know, Game of the Year prospects. And uh, I kind of meant to go back and dig that up and check, but I didn't. And, uh, like, I know I probably already had Zelda in the mix and FF16 in the mix, but, like, I'm wondering if RE4 is kind of throwing them themselves into the mix with all the, you know, pub they've been getting. Um and I think this year is probably going to be very interesting in those regards. So, based on, you know, the Game Awards, because usually they go on, one, how much it sells, but two, the culture impact. The culture impact is, like, the biggest thing. And I'm not saying that Final Fantasy sixteen is going to be small or Zelda is going to be small. It's just, they. I don't think they'll ever reach the levels of Hogwarts Legacy. Like, they had millions of viewers for two weeks straight, and it still hasn't released on other platforms yet, like, you know, Nintendo Switch and PS4 and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, people talking about the memes and all that stuff. It's I, I just feel like the influence Hogwarts Legacy had almost makes it like a shoe-in to win. Not, not to mention that um, I, I'm pretty sure you saw the reports that uh, Sony said their quarter earnings or quarter sales for PS5 have been the largest of any quarter for any of their consoles, I think. Something like that. Mm. Uh, and I'm sure Hogwarts had an impact on that as well. Uh, not to mention what's, you know, still coming on the horizon. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and people are still talking really heavily about uh, Spider-Man 2, I think. Well, not just Spider-Man 2, out. but, like, you know, all, Insomniac as, you know, as a whole, like Wolverine, Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2, and mm-hmm. uh, I think they have another game coming up soon. Something with Bungie working on, like, another shooter game. So, yeah, they got yeah. things on the horizon. But at the same time, that quarterly report also showed that the PSVR two did a lot worse than they expected. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're. I wonder if they'll eventually just be forced to lower the price, and maybe that's how the only way they'll sell it. But um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of funny though the PS five sales too. Like I, I, I wasn't really intending to bring it up until you brought brought up Hogwarts, but um, I still find it's kind of a little uh, deceiving because. The only reason why there's the the, the, per, the um, sales have been so heavy too is because people couldn't fucking get their hands on it previous times, the previous years. So it's like at some point it was going to happen, you know. It's like just happens now. Well, not only that, but, but they also did like a huge discount for all their systems: the digital, the uh, the one with the disc drive, and they also did with bundles like you know Horizon and all that stuff. So that, I mean, like this was a like, perfect time to get it. Said like four ninety nine, like it's usually been. I think they lowered it to like three seventy nine. <laughs> But I think that was only in this country, right? Didn't they raise the prices around the world? Well, they they raised around the world, but overall they had a huge discount across the board, just for like a limited time, just so they can get units back out there to just boost that sale. 
Yeah, I think that's probably when I got it, but I didn't realize it was kind of like on a discount. Um, but I, I mean, well, I just, you know, admitted that I got a second Switch. Like, I can only imagine that, um, you know, the Switch itself has been selling just dumb. And now with Zelda on Horizon, like, I'm, I'm thinking it'll be interesting to see what their quarter earnings are from this quarter and next quarter, just based on that one game itself, too. <laughs> the The Switch has, like, one of the weirdest things about it because... I would call it like a medium price point. People don't think of like two, three hundred dollars as a lot of money, so they spend mm-hmm. it without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. That's why they get their like unit sales up. But if you've been looking at like their charts, obviously this is going to happen. The Switch has been around for what almost seven years already. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It does not feel that way. But I feel like only the hardcore people are just going to boost the sales just a little bit, and then just going to drop down again. Yeah, probably. I mean, uh, until they actually announce something on the horizon like this probably is kind of like their last hurrah to some capacity yeah because like even the oled didn't even boost sales 50 percent like that, no that well, because that, i think that was like bad timing though too because it's like you well, know people it, were expecting something bigger and like oh all it is is a new screen like okay like i wouldn't say that's bad timing i would just say that's bad marketing like people were expecting like you said the, the yeah. uh, something an upgrade and they didn't get an upgrade it was just a yeah. brighter display yeah i mean i think there might be other, not not processing improvements of course not but like maybe something with the battery as well maybe i haven't really looked on at all the nitty-gritty but i'd be surprised if the battery actually increased because oled would burn the battery quicker burn it, burn it more yeah, yeah. i mean who knows they could do whatever they want I'm just surprised, like, the, like, you know, they've had the opportunity, like, they have many years of updated chips and battery, like, obviously you see with the phones now how big their batteries are now. I'm surprised they haven't done, like, a Upgrade Pro or whatever. Like, I wonder if they're just kind of, like, cash counting it until it's over and then make the next one, because I feel like they had the opportunity and they just chose not to do it. I don't know, like, it, it's so, it's really so tough to say, like, I'm not, I'm not a tech geek by any stretch of imagination i'm sure you know a hell lot more than i do but like you know with covid right like it really hurt that chip market right whatever i don't know how many different markets were affected but we know the car market was affected we know that graphics cards were affected i mean used graphics cards that were old were selling for fucking primo money it affected the ps5 um now you mentioned cell phones still got them so i mean they you know I bring this up all the time on podcasts, you know, everything has to do with contracts and there is some credibility to that. So it's like, okay, well, which markets or which companies had the better contracts to get whatever chips they need to get? I don't know. Uh, maybe Nintendo didn't have a good one. <laughs> like, I, it, I find it kind of a little hard to believe, but um, but who knows? Or maybe they're just stockpiling for that next gen and, and they don't want to fall short. I mean... I don't know. It, 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 I, I think I feel like those are things we don't know, and, and dare I say, we'll never know. But um, like, I could only feel like that might have something to do with it. I don't know. Maybe, but I, another thing that I thought was weird is you know, like you know, speaking of Nintendo not really taking any opportunities to upgrade Steam. I, I feel like or Valve, the company Valve that owns Steam. I think they've been feeling pressure recently from their competitors like Epic and all that stuff because I'm not sure if you've uh, seen, but they may, they're they now making CS2, Counter-Strike 2. No. And they're also upgrading some of their old games and they're releasing more updates and then go they're still full-forcing the uh, Steam Deck. 
I'm well, like, if, what kind of competition are they feeling that they feel like they got to step back up again? Because they were dormant for a while. So speaking of Steam Deck, like, I wonder how those sales went. Like, I know there was big time hype before it arrived, and the pre-sales were really good. But were there ever numbers released as to like units sold and everything? I don't recall seeing it. There, there again, was a I, number. I wish I could remember because um, our, and maybe like comparison charts and stuff. Because our friends, you know, at Pixel Street, they I think they were the ones that talked about. It. I, I can't remember what their numbers were, but this was like a couple uh-huh. months ago. But uh-huh. they were pretty good. The only problem is, even though like the numbers were like I think over like four hundred thousand sold, uh-huh. um, they still had very limited qual- uh, quantity because I think you can pre-order a Steam Deck, but it would take like six months to get it. Yeah, because of you know manufacturing. Yeah, and so there you go. That there's another <clears throat> another issue with manufacturing. So like, you know, I don't know. It, it's it's hard to say. Um, but the Steam Deck is a weird one, though. Like, you know, like we talked about the Switch. You know, people are still buying that. The Steam Deck. I'm surprised it sold for as 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 many units as it did because like the highest version that you want is like six hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of money just for a handheld. That's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's um, I mean, based on what people are talking about, I mean, it's like. You know what you could do with it is oh, it's high performance PC in your hands. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you know, it's kind of worth the buck if you're if that's your thing. You for know? me, I I really want to get it. I just don't want to wait six yeah. months for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but so there's all that. Um, you know, we did bring up the the, the Mario movie. Uh, so that'll be fun. Um, spoiler, not spoiler. I shared it with you, but. Uh, you know, there is already a social media um, reference that there's supposed to be a post-credit scene, which I think is pretty awesome. <laughs> They're turning into a Marvel movie. Stay tuned I know. for Super Mario 2. I know. Well, well, like, I mean, you planted the fucking seed in my head. And, and, and not that I won't be disappointed, but, like, the whole the whole Super, Super Smash Brothers pitch sounds very fucking interesting. It really does. Like, even if it was just... Um, isolated with nintendo ips like it still would be pretty badass i mean it makes the most sense because like they like you know even though they call it the mario movie or the super mario bros movies or whatever donkey kong's in there that's another ip of theirs i mean obviously you know technically mario it, came from donkey kong yeah but you know but it's not still another just princess. donkey kong i mean they have cranky <clears throat> kong and and i'm sure they have all the other kongs as cameos so it's like it's not just him you know like so I feel like this is gonna ruin the movie for me, and oh, but I don't really care because you know I I, I try to dismiss it. But suppose it well not supposedly it's pretty much already confirmed. But you know the DK rap from um, Donkey Kong sixty four that's mm-hmm. gonna be in the movie. Yeah, I I, I saw that too. Uh, I I don't know in what capacity, but uh, but that's cool. How, how could you not like the DK rap? Oh, dude, I'm looking forward to it. I just don't know how they're going to fit it in there. And the yeah, fact that's that it's the original DK rap in there, it, it's yeah. going to be awesome. So that's why yeah. I, I think that's also another reason what sold me to get tickets on opening night is because once I heard that, I'm like, oh, now I got to see. I got to see how they also, get Also, that one thing is what made push you over the fence. <laughs> yeah, because like at first I was like, hey, is it really a movie I want to see in theaters? And I'm like, no. And then I heard the DK rap, and I'm like, okay, I got to see it. <laughs> That's so weird. Donkey Kong whatever, 64 whatever, is like whatever, one of my whatever, favorite games on the 64. Yeah, no, but it, it is a, it is a cool, dumb, funny song. So like, yeah. Like, Donkey Kong. Kong. <laughs> like, who doesn't know it? Like, 
uh, you know, I guess those that didn't play that game, but, um, but yeah, um, I don't think, I haven't watched all the trailers, if I'm being honest, which sounds, which is actually very interesting. I think I've only, like, not seen one, or 1.5. Have they, I don't think they've shown Yoshi at all, at all, right? I know they show the eggs, right? The Easter eggs are actually Yoshi eggs, but I don't think they've actually showed Yoshi. So it's funny that we're opposites on this. You claim you hate spoilers, but yet you've been watching all the trailers. I think I've only watched the like the, the little snippet of that, you know, the the Lumi or whatever, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, trailers aren't spoilers; they're fucking trailers. They're spoilers. They're telling you something. Most of the time, it tells you the whole movie you want to see. No, ninety percent of the time, if you look at movie trailers, it gives you all the good stuff. Not all the time. I said ninety percent. Okay. Well. Not ninety percent of all the time. <laughs> it's it's pretty high, but, I feel like. but, but that's why I don't watch them. But since we're talking about movies, <clears throat> I'm surprised you haven't brought up John Wick. Well, I was actually going to. I was just <laughs> trying to figure out a time to bring that up. But you know, like you were saying, how you're there's so many things on the horizon for you. For me, it's movies on the horizon. Just seeing John Wick, I have the pop. Here it is. I bought the collector's edition. Got the John Wick. Uh, popcorn holder and also oddly enough i didn't realize it came with other uh little things there's uh some coins that it came with like actual well they're not gold but you know, plated gold coins that are pretty big um hmm. so i thought that was cool that they're actually adding collectibles if you go like on release day and obviously you got to pay a little extra but i was just like that's pretty cool and that's also why i want to go to the mario movie because apparently they're doing the same thing there too oh. but uh going back to john wick I, I I was expecting great things from the movie, Uh-oh. and once again, oddly enough, it blew my expectations. It was better than I thought it would be, and I'm really interested to see where the franchise will go. I, I think this, I I think the series is going to be on hold for a while, but the franchise is going to continue, and seeing the characters that they introduce in this movie, um, is going to be interesting. I'd like to see how they play it out. So, like, because um, I know you're obviously a big fan. So, like, I know through social media I've been reading a couple things, like, something about, is there, like, a prequel prequel spinoff show? And then also just one of the characters getting a spinoff series so or something? if you don't care about spoilers, I'm willing to talk about it. Yeah, no, I don't care about this. You go ahead. Okay, so for <laughs> people that do care about spoilers, I'll be mentioning it. You'll, I don't know, I'll probably put something on the screen, but... Uh, so, spoiler alert, uh, in this fourth movie, they introduce a whole bunch of characters. Uh, one's a tracker, one's a character called Kane. Um, and during this, you know, series, they kind of help John Wick go through his thing. And then at the end, you know, John Wick kind of dies. Uh, so that's why they kind of continue with some of these other characters. And mm-hmm. then it goes into the spinoff series that you're talking about. Like, one of them, it's called The Continental. That's going to be a show on Peacock. That's going to be a prequel to John Wick. Um, and they also have another show called Ballerina with uh, Bruce Garoma, uh, you know, crime to family, where they're going to show, like, a female assassin kind of going through the ranks, and supposedly that takes place between John Wick 3 and 4. So you're going to see John Wick, John Wick make an appearance there, but it's going to be introducing another character, and supposedly the tracker will also be in that, in that series as well. So you're ready to eat all this alive? Oh, dude, I'm going to watch everything. I, I love this. <laughs> dude, the John Wick series, even though people, like, you know, like, describe it as just like a mindless action shooter which there's a lot of action but oddly enough there's a a, a, an interactive world behind it with rules characters lore and they just got everything 
So, like, I was going to bring up this kind of, like, mid or little miniature topic probably like last week, but never did. And now that this happened, or I learned about this, it kind of, like, also uh, gives me additional fuel to ask this. But, like, <clears throat> we we love a lot of different TV shows, right? Like, obviously, we talk about Game of Thrones, The Last of Us. Um, you know, Marvel's big on this, DC's big on this. Do you think there's such thing, or can there be such thing as spinoff fatigue? Yes and no. I think spinoff fatigue can only happen if you ruin the story like they did with The Witcher. <laughs> but if you keep there's adding to example. if you keep adding to the universe and still make it entertaining like John Wick has, you know, like from John Wick 1 to 2, like you, the first movie goes about John Wick, you know him as a person that lost his wife, he, he cares about, you know, what happened, then obviously he's in his grieving state, and then he gets back in because of incidents, and then John Wick 2 kind of adds to that, like, the whole crime syndicate, you know, the table, and then, like, the rules behind the table. So, like, John Wick is a perfect franchise to show that every iteration just constantly enhances your experience instead of decreases it. And with this series, I don't think there can be a fatigue unless, you know, by some way they ruin it but uh with other shows it's possible do you know if like these shows are see how can i ask this question without butchering it like are the same people behind the movies behind the shows or are they kind of selling them off to entities that may not do so well with them so i wish i could better answer this question i think the ballerina movie is made by the same director of the john wick series Mm -hmm. um but i don't know about the continental because the Continental is not by Lionsgate, it's going to be by Comcast Studios, and I think they just bought the rights, kind of like Amazon bought the rights to Lord of the Rings. Gotcha, okay, yeah. So I think that's when you might run into, um, you know, reservations, like, mm, okay, will it be as good or not, right? Yeah. And I think I think when those type of things happen, like when uh, the, the big IP sells off little pieces of their IP, I think that's when I think that's what kind of um, dare I say irks me, and then that's why I asked the question about spinoff fatigue because it's like, like if you guys yourselves are not going to do it, then fuck off. <laughs> like just, just like <laughs> you, you know, just, just I don't know. That's just my two cents. But uh, see, I want to like, wanna... even even Star Wars. I mean, well, like, like it, it seems like well... every major IP does it. Like it, it, at first, like people were. And I'm sure people still are eating the shit up, like, no doubt. But I think some of them, like, they, they might just be doing more harm than good. So you actually brought up a point that I was going to make, because there's this kind of, like, two kind of points here. So most of the time I do agree. If it's not the original person, um, it probably shouldn't happen because most likely they'll ruin it. But there's certain instances where it can happen from a successor, like we brought up Star Wars. Star Wars is one of the best examples of... You know, George Lucas started the prequel trilogy in episode 4, 5, and 6, and then they kind of sold off to Disney. And then 7, 8, and 9 were butchered. But then people that actually cared about the franchise and the series took over, like John Favreau, uh, Dave Filoni, and they made like the series called The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba, Andor, and all that stuff, The Clone Wars. And they did a phenomenal job, probably better than George Lucas himself. So I think it really just depends on who's on the helm and they, how much they really care about the series. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, everything is, 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 you know, wait and see, of course, right? Mm. I just think that when it is sold off, it's, dare I say, well, it's obviously... Most like times, it right? usually yeah. Could, yeah. Yeah, so, 
But um, no, I just thought it was kind of like a random thing that I thought about and uh, figured we could briefly talk about. That's a good um, question. I, I feel like if, if we're talking specifically with the John Wick series in the universe, I uh-huh. feel like based on you know how the director has you know viewpoints and he's not willing to bend, and usually Keanu Reeves has a hand in it as well. I feel like if they were going to hand it off, they would they would usually probably do a hand it off to somebody that actually cares instead of just for money reasons. Because like if you watch the actual four movies, they put a lot of effort into it, and I feel like they wouldn't just sell it off that just because of money. Mm-hmm. Like they might pull, um, they might pull um, what's his name um, from The Witcher. Oh, Henry Cavill. Right for, yeah, Henry Cavill. They might pull a him like, well, if you don't care, then I'm fucking gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's dude. Speaking of Henry Cavill, I know I know we haven't brought him up in a while, but did you see the? Um, the articles that are released from Netflix, they kind of out of themselves. So the directors no. and producers from the Witcher series mm-hmm. said that they originally wanted him out in season two because he was hard to mm-hmm. deal with because okay. he was so adamant about sticking to the source material while they wanted to change it. Mm-hmm. And clearly that's like, well, he was right in this instance. He kind of butchered it. <laughs> Listen to the fucking nerd. <laughs> but he I just, a, he is a nerd. I just thought it was funny that from um, their mouths themselves, they said that they wanted to cut him since season two, but you know they already shot everything because they deemed him hard to handle because him wanted to stick to certain material. Yeah, that's yeah, whatever. Well, it's probably going to get canned soon, right? <laughs> well, I, I can't, I, I can't, I can't see it surviving after three. But we'll see. To your point, we'll see. Like, I'll still probably take a gander at it, but there's like no guarantees. It, it's I'm just probably gonna watch it. It's just such a weird turn of events. Like, you got Witcher season one and two getting like high marks, like ninety, eighties, high, whatever, and you get Blood Origins, and you got like eight <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's like that's such a polar opposite shift. Yeah, but um, so speaking of, well, we just got through talking a little bit about movies. Um, uh, another kind of. Um, big news that came out was it yesterday I believe and uh, we talked about it previously on multiple podcasts is um, E3 has finally been cancelled I think we all uh, seen that coming yeah we, we were very skeptical about that but on top of it I don't know if you saw this one I was going to tag you on it but uh, Jeff Keighley or whatever already made his little post about it and it just makes me dislike the guy even more like it's like dude just fucking leave it alone like dude that, it's, it's 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 annoying like it really is annoying it, it's hilarious how much my opinion of jeff Keeley has shifted because of these events like i even though i don't like what he's done recently i still respect the guy for what he's done you know with g4 tv making the original game awards and making the industry what it is today but the fact that he was like a vulture watching e3 and then whenever e3 made any kind of announcement not like an hour later, a couple hours later, it was minutes later. He would tweet out, "Game Fest coming this day. We're moving the date up. Feel bad, R.I.P. E3." <laughs> and that's kind of basically what he did, except like kind of finally put the nail on the coffin. Where it's like he kind of like gave his like last rites, so to speak. He's like he posted a picture of him at like 15 years old uh, at E3 and saying how much how he appreciated E3 and everything it's done. Blah 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 blah. But check out Game Fest, like to your point, it's like, dude, fuck off. Like I I I, I wanna now boycott that because you're gonna get all the material on Twitter like five minutes afterwards anyway, so But you know, going back to contracts, he 
Like, as much as you hate the guy for being a little scummy with, you know, his uh, what he originally was loyal to and then eventually become competitors to, in a way, I I, I know this guy, I'm admiring him from a business standpoint. Yeah. The fact that he's been able to lock all these big companies down for himself individually before he got these contracts is is kind of incredible. The fact that he turns no, an individual I, I, thing like Game Fest yeah, into this massive yeah. thing that basically no, I, took over E3. I, I will give credit where credit's due on that too, and, and, and to 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 your mm. point too, like there's there's that business sense where you know you could appreciate. It's the way you handle yourself, though. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the other part, right? Like it's like <laughs> I don't know. No, I I one hundred percent agree with you. I just think it's funny that you know we've had these conversations before, but usually we're on the other end of the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like one of the rare ones we're both like on key. But uh, but yeah, so you know, I guess our RIP E three. I I I it is done. It's done. Like yeah. I don't think they're even gonna try again, on, on, like next year or anything. Like they're done. Yeah, this was the final. Yeah. That, that, this was their final. If you want to even call it an attempt, because I don't even know if it was. <laughs> Supposedly, they spent a lot of money on the venue and then also production. Like like I said, they hired that was it the Big Red Rocket or something like that mm-hmm. um, production team. And I don't know how they're going to get their money back for that. Well, maybe, going back to contracts, maybe the clause, if they don't do it, by if they don't like have like room and board and hotel booked by a certain date, then they don't pay a damn thing. <laughs> so, but speaking of but, but speaking of conventions, though, mm-hmm. Game Fest doesn't have it 100% locked down. I'm not sure if you heard, but PAX East has a bunch of big um, reveals coming up very soon. And they're around mm-hmm. the same time as them, so maybe this might be the rise of PAX uh, since it's the fall of E3. Um, I mean, maybe I I need to like kind of brush up on all these different little. I mean, I don't dare call them little ones, but but you're right. There are other avenues and ventures for them to do it. And on top of it, like you know, you brought up the good point uh, last time we we had a, a more broader discussion on this, where you know the big threes are doing their own thing and they have every forum in the world to do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, until like, I, and I'll still say this, I guess for game fest or whatever, like uh, if until it's like a real big time convention thing, like uh, who, who knows how long standing it is, you know, unless, That's... you know, unless they like, you know, he starts getting things to be exclusive, uh, releases too, um, which, which he does for the game awards. So I guess it is very plausible, but, uh, but yeah, we'll see. I'm surprised he hasn't locked down a contract with uh, Nintendo yet, because like obviously, what's his name, Reggie Philman, what, whatever the old Nintendo Regis, CEO was, yeah, yeah Regis. Yeah. Or, like, no, he, no, it is Reggie. No, it's Reggie. Reggie. Whatever his name is, I know Jeff had like a close relationship with him, just like he has with Hideo Kojima. But Nintendo is still going to PAX East. Well, Reggie, I like, know he he retired. He's not. He's no yeah, longer CEO. But yeah. I'm just saying, like. You know, he had connections. I'm surprised he hasn't tried to yeah. reach out to get more connections with the new CEO. Well, I mean, you got to remember, Nintendo is still Japanese-based, right? So they're, like, when you talk about Reggie and you talk about, uh, what is his name, Doug Bowser, like, they're North America's faces, right? Like, they're, I don't want to say they don't have no pool, because they do, but I don't think they're allowed to make those type of decisions. I, I will agree. They can only make it for the North American front, but... Once again, you know, showing Jeff Keighley's business mindset, he doesn't just stop with North America. Like, the same thing with Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima doesn't speak English. But somehow he, uh, Jeff Keighley's been able to 
work a partnership with them in Japanese, mm-hmm. and he's also done that with Sony before in Japanese. So mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised he hasn't made a, a move on Nintendo yet, because he, well, he's we... had Japan he has Japanese connections there. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'm not trying to give him ideas, but I'm just saying I am surprised yeah. he hasn't made it. Yeah. I don't. I I feel like out of the big three, like Nintendo really has been the one that chartered that course, right, with the directs and everything. So, um, not that they don't need to. <clears throat> I mean, if there's extra money to be had, and you know, I guess they could. But they've been really self-sustained the way that they've been. So I feel like so like like I guess you got I guess the other part is like what do you, it sounds very like egotistical in a sense, but it's like what what do they have to gain by it? So yeah, this is actually what I was going to mention. I so I think when it comes to announcements, they're always mm-hmm. going to do Nintendo Direct first because it just makes more money. But mm-hmm. I think the reason why they still attend these conventions like E3, Game Fest, whatever, is for press demo techs. Where you know people from like journalists, whatever, go there and actually get hands-on gameplay of it, so they can do their first uh, early review and you know give it to the public. I think that's the only reason why they still attend is because people can actually get their hands on these you know games at those events, while mm-hmm. Nintendo Direct you only get from whatever the company shows you. Well, yeah, but they probably don't want to do that with like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean most of the games there they are willing to show but i mean pokemon's the one example where it, once again i i feel weird for defending pokemon but like out of all the nintendo games they usually been mostly optimized for switch pokemon this one this pokemon happened to be the anomaly yeah i don't know it's just so isolated it just uh yeah but, supposedly uh, what i i like i said i haven't played it much except for the, the intro part but like um God, what's that thing? Legends of Arceus. Supposedly that was better optimized than Scarlet. Oh, oh, hundred, hundred percent. Like, I mean, because I've played both, hands down. But Legends of Arceus was not open world like Scarlet Violets. Like they had loading into zones. Yeah. Which, like, 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 like I said, I, I, I I'm happy Violet Scarlet Violet did what they did because that that's what I feel like I want as a Pokemon gamer. Hmm. It's just that, yeah. To the, to your point, the optimization, just yeah, like because uh, like that was kind of one of my things for Legends of Arceus. Like it still was a fantastic play, but I was like, damn, if you just break down those walls, and you got open. <laughs> yeah, and well, but, but yeah, but now you see why. Um, but um, but yeah, it, it kind of like I know you always throw this point out, like you know, if you, if you were able to do like a copy and paste to whether you did a, a PS5 or an Xbox, like how much better would it be? Like it would be interesting just to see if it would. Well, it's still... funny. It's funny that you said because I will mention that later with the whole Zelda thing, you know, with the okay. gameplay. So I, okay, I won't yeah. go too far into that because okay. I am going to make a really, really good comparison that you're probably going to laugh at and probably hate. <laughs> but okay. Nintendo did it. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Or maybe it was Game Freak's fault. Um, I don't know. I I feel like I, maybe because uh, once again loyalist, but I don't want to blame Game Freak. I feel like they were pushed to do something that they weren't used to, because obviously true. with their other stuff, they had preload cutscenes rendering and all that stuff, and they were forced to do live rendering, which they're not used mm-hmm. to, and that's why I see this as being kind of flawed. But this is also their first attempt at that kind of gameplay. True. True. Um, Man, I feel like we're on opposites. I can't believe I defend Nintendo. <laughs> well, I wasn't really totally attacking them either. But um, um, all right. So, what other what other mini topics you got today before we 
so dive in. There, there's a couple, and I feel you know, going back to kind of like the movie stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know you're not a Marvel fan, but there's a guy called Jonathan Majors. He recently, you know, starred in Creed three as the uh, boxing oh, yeah, villain. Yeah, heard about him. And then yeah. the same thing with Kane the Conqueror in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Recently, he was uh, charged with I, I can't remember if it was like assault or something. Mm-hmm. Um, something with a woman. I, I don't know if it was been confirmed or if it's just alleged, but um, suppose he's, he's in custody right now, and Marvel is thinking about cutting him, cutting him loose. And I'm like, we've seen them do that before. And I'm like, you know, I, I, as much as I don't condone, like if he actually is guilty of what he's guilty of, I don't condone it. But I'm like, just finish it out and then cut him. <laughs> um, I know. I, I an article did come out. I think it was today about an update on that um where the wife slash girlfriend um doesn't want to press charges now like I, I don't know i don't know the deets um but there there is an update on that i don't know if it makes well that, that's why i was vague about because it seems like the story constantly changes on his uh supposed assault yeah yeah i don't know if he's like uh fully like you know um, not guilty in this. I, I haven't been brushed up on. I like. I, I'm aware of, you know, the subject matter, but like, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's why I don't want to like currently. bring on any accusations because like we've done it before. But like, it's just mm-hmm. weird that Marvel is taught. I mean, like Marvel is currently going through their phase of firing a lot of people. Like they've just fired that's a two. lot of companies right now. Well, when I say people, I'm talking about like executives, heads. Like, uh, oh, okay. Uh, there. I wish I could remember what their positions were, but Marvel just recently fired two like head people for like visual effects and um, storyboard for the whole Marvel universe, um, and supposedly also want to cut Jonathan Majors. And I'm like, you shouldn't do that because we've seen them do that before with other projects, and it completely collapsed on itself. So I'm like, if you do that right now, I think this is gonna be the end of your Marvel series. Um, but then at the same time, I'm like. The, from what's described from this Jonathan Majors incident, I feel like, I mean, obviously, you know, if there was assault, it was not good, but compared to, like, Ezra Miller, it's not extreme either. So it's like, why would they keep certain people that have been known to do a lot of these extreme activities, but yet cut people with semi-minor, uh, you know, records? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... I, like it's it's not apples apples comparison, but like sometimes it, I like I immediately think about like sports athletes, like how some of them could get canned, but more times than not, like you people have fucking murdered and shit, and they still end up playing fucking in the NFL and stuff. Like it's just like you know what the hell, but yeah, somebody does drugs, they get you get they get fired. Somebody murders, they're still on the team. Yeah, it's like, like there, was one, <laughs> there was a one player that gambled and he was like suspended for a whole year. But yeah, the guy that fucking discharges a firearm, like gets two weeks off, like <laughs> two weeks suspension. It's like okay, like that makes sense. And not only that, but um, usually like the charges are like one guy that actually did the severe thing is concrete evidence, and while the other guy yeah. is still alleged, and yeah. yet they get the more severe penalty. It's like, what kind of logic is this? Like, who are they connected to? I don't know, man. Don't know, but that that's kind of like what I I I, I kind of compare it with. It's just like it just some just don't make sense. Like, yeah. you try to you try to make sense of it, like. And, and I know this is going to sound weird too, because like like I said, I don't know if he is guilty of what he's been no, um, alleged to do. But mm-hmm. I I actually am a fan of Jonathan Majors. I liked him in Lovecraft Country. I liked him um, uh, in Creed and Awesome Marvel. Um, and 
I, I feel like if he gets canned from Marvel, I think this will be the kind of the end of his career because if you get fired from Disney, usually that's like a ripple effect. Yeah. So I hope it doesn't happen because I I do want to see more project with, uh, projects with him. Um, speaking of accusations, your boy uh, Tate was finally released. Yes, <laughs> after what six months of no evidence, they finally was, released him. It was three months, you know. You're, you're, you know, exaggerating a little bit. No, it, I, I hold on. Let's let's look. I think it was five months and a couple of days. Five months and a couple of days. How? Well, long... he, he's your boy, so you would know, I guess. Uh, he's not my boy, but I just saw his plan that they're holding him. Uh, was Andrew Tate? And I just want to make sure. Let's see. How long was he in jail? Okay, I don't think I'm gonna get the answer, but. I'm kind of glad, I meant, like, you know, like I said, if if somebody's guilty, I'm glad they go to prison, but they've had so many months to get evidence on him, and they had nothing on him. It's like, at this point, it feels illegal that you just detain this guy because you don't like his opinions. So, we'll see how this goes from here, because, I mean, I, I'm glad he's out if he's innocent, but it, I almost want to investigate the other people, I like, think, why they're accusing I, him. I think the other, well, I, I don't follow this too much but the other part of me and i'm sure this is not going to happen but even if he is innocent and now he's out and he's like free free learn to shut the fuck up (laughs) like like you know you're ahead you're ahead in life in so many ways fucking go live and shut the fuck up but him talking is what makes him famous though yeah, but so it's but like you're, you're telling to end his career. Like, he, like he's probably set though for life, is what I'm saying. But at the same time, though, right? I feel like that is the point of his whole character. Is you know he's talking. There's no crimes against it, and people are trying to silence him by basically imprisoning. So it's like if he silences himself, that's the opposition winning. In in a nutshell, yes, right. Like perceptively, it can be seen that way. But at some point, like, like if you're if you're constantly a target, and to your and to your and to also to your same point, and you're innocent, it's like, you know what? I'm just done. I'm just done. Like, but I'm at, done at, at the same point, dumb, petty shit. But at the same point, if you are innocent, and it, it just it almost lets a fire under you, like you got to keep I mean, fighting because you you want to take down tyrants. It it can for sure, but. I don't know. I feel like at some point too, it's just like go buy an island and fucking live life. Well, I wonder at this point if he's going to rethink Romania, because like before he was like always saying like how bad the U.S. was, and the Romanian mm-hmm. government just immediately detains him with no evidence for so many yeah. months. He's like, I wonder if he's going to go somewhere else now. Yeah, just find a new country to try to try to reside in. But um, but yeah, that that that's I, I saw that in the mini news for him today. Um, I think that just happened today too, right? Like he just got. I think it was today. just today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was just today. Um, it's just weird because like he's not like obviously Andrew Tate's the biggest headline for the, that, but he's not the only one that's getting censored. Like there's been a lot of people like as much as I I think he's crazy and he's also a satire like Andrew Tate. Um, what's his name? Alex Jones. Have you heard of him? I he does like so. the info wars. He's kind of like the conspiracy theorist. Well, like Mm-mm. half the times he's right and half the times just extremely out there. And obviously yeah. right now he's going through the um the Sandy Hook thing because of mm. um his uh, false information that he gave that I think actually endangered the family. So, but there's, there's just a lot of censoring of people that I feel like they're only doing it because of an opinion based censoring. And I feel like 
to me, that's grounds for investigation, that you can't have a difference of opinion. And if you do, you immediately get jailed for that. I feel like that's a huge crime. I mean, it is, but I think part of that concern is if, you're, if your opinion is a really negative movement. But what... Uh, so, let's just go back to Andrew Tate, for example. If you mm-hmm. were to say, what, what if his was negative? Well, I don't know everything the man said because I don't fucking follow the guy. But like, I, I know like a, a lot of his thing was being like, you know, the alpha male or whatever. And 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 we've talked briefly about him. And like, I've heard some of his things, and I sit there too. I'm like, man's right. Man got a point. Like, I don't disagree with everything he says either. Yeah, no. But I'm, but, I'm just saying, like, he's talking about like a man should be like protective of his family, standing for what he believes in. And all that stuff. Obviously, sometimes he might, you know, say some misogynistic things, but yeah, but it's not exactly. anything to do with violence to hurt women or bring them down. He's just saying that you know we all have the roles to play. Yeah, but, but I want to say that's a violent or in, like inciting violence. I think sometimes it's not inciting, but I guess there's the. I mean, it's all assumptions, right? But I guess there's a fear that that movement could take it the wrong path, and it wouldn't be his fault. I guess necessarily right, but they're just <laughs> afraid. I don't know, dude. Like I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not. I I know, but how, I'm gonna play opposite devil advocate here. But I feel yeah, like this is also the topic. <laughs> this is the no. This is also probably the reason why we're probably getting censored on Spotify because probably. you know they have an agenda. Um, you know, the same thing could be said about the opposite movement where you want to you know use hormone blockers on kids to stunt their growth and all that stuff and mentally blocking them. I mean. Why aren't they getting attacked when they're clearly doing like things like, you know, I'm pretty sure you've seen the videos of drag queens dancing in front of kids and twerking in front of them pretty much naked. I mean, that's pretty much any pride parade. I know, but isn't that technically, you know, pedophilia? Like (sighs) being sexually explicit in front of children. I'm I'm, going to answer no and here's why. I know, like, it is more sexually explicit. I will say that, hands down. But the comparison I want to give is like, dare I say, a more wholesome one. But I think the comparisons made are like, well, you see mommy and daddy kissing. Like, you know, it's, I mean, it's not like they're, well, like you said, like 5% five per, five clothed. Like, it's not, it's not apples to apples comparison. I get that. But like, I think some, some of, some, the, like, those are the comparisons. Like, you see straight people do it all the time because it's normalized. But now you see, Gay people will do it. It's like, oh, we can't let them see that. No, I, I, the difference is I know straight people aren't is. twerking in their face in public. I, I, I know. I know that. <laughs> I know that. Like, there's a difference between, thank, like, showing thank, affection thank, versus thank, literally twerking thank, in the kid's face. Thank God, because if I saw a straight person do that, then you're going to be like, no, that person's gay. He's not straight. <laughs> well, also, you would probably beat him up, too. No, why would you do that? Because he's... They're sexually, they're doing something inappropriate in front of a child. That's that's wrong. If they're doing it at a pride parade, then oh, because it, child, don't it, hold on, don't take your child to the pride parade. But it's okay if it's at a pride parade, but if it was anywhere else, well, because that's what they're gonna fucking do at a pride parade, dude. But should they? Like the it's a parade? It, but like, technically, that technically isn't a pride parade supposed to celebrate being like gay, bi, trans, or whatever. That doesn't mean you have to be sexually explicit. I will agree with that assessment, but it happens. Because, like, you don't see a straight parade where everybody's just, naked. Just, just like, well, <laughs> well, just look at, okay, 
Like if, if there was, I would call them this, up too. This still may not be a great comparison, but hear me out. Look at like the St. Patrick's Day parade. It no longer exists. Why? Because idiots get fucking drunk and, and and fight and do all kinds of types of dumb shit. It has nothing to do with sexuality, but a lot of dumb shit happens. Was it supposed to happen? No, but a lot of dumb shit happens. Same thing with the Pride Parade. Should that happen? No. But, Does it happen? Yes. But to your point, yet, but, but they have I said yes. But who knows? Well, they did cancel the parades in a lot of areas, but they added more police um, presence during those parades because, like you said, the violence, and they've been locking that down. And where that shows any of that, you know, violence, they usually get detained. Mm-hmm. They don't do that at the Pride Parades. I don't go, so I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you, you see it, you see cops around them to protect them from other people that may assault them, but you don't well, see the opposite. Well, that will... Because here I am, keep them defending them. If they're twerking on each other, they're not arming each other except probably giving each other STDs and, and UTIs or whatever the fuck they're called. Pink eye. <laughs> but they're just being gay. <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. Like, like, like. Okay. For like example, I said, I have no problem example, with them doing it to each other, but the fact that the kids are present and they're still wanting to be in front of the kids. The issue I have with <clears> that is like, then don't take your kids. Well, I agree. The, the, the I parents know, are if, definitely if, at if fault it, here. If it's if it's their own kids, that kind of is an issue, right? Like, yeah. It, and, and it's 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 so hard to, uh, like they should leave them at home. I'll say it like that. It's it's just it's like no different like taking your kids to the bar. You wouldn't take your kids to the bar. You shouldn't take your kids to the bar. You know, it's like, you know, there's places where kids should be. That probably shouldn't be one of them. Mm-hmm. Even if they are your own, leave them at home. Find babysitters. But Go be gay. Have fun being gay. <laughs> Go be gay. <laughs> I want to put that on a t-shirt. Go be gay. <laughs> but <laughs> And leave the kids at home. I know. I I think I I, I would subscribe to that. Like, but it's to rewind it back a little bit. Back to you, like this is getting censored versus this not getting censored. Like mm-hmm. what I was talking about before, like you know this twerking and all that stuff at the parades. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's people like me that doesn't condone it. Just like I don't condone the other side of it's inciting violence. But there's a lot of people on that side that are saying this is what should be done, but yet they're not getting censored or put in jail for that reason. Like the other side is. That was the point I was trying to prove. What was the original? I so we did go. I think we did fall off the rails there. So, and it so, lost. so we're talking about like how Andrew Tate was in prison because of yeah. his opinions and all that stuff, yeah. and there was yeah. no violence incited. But yeah. at the same time, because he got in prison, the other side should be in prison. One, they actually have evidence of this, but instead being encouraged instead of censored and jailed. That's why I brought up the gay parade. <laughs> um, I mean. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, we could always go back to yes, yeah, so, once so, I get censored, so I'll, and that's I'll, just I'll, I'll agree with that assessment, especially if it falls along the lines of like defamation, because I'm kind of big on that. Um, so if it's like that, then yes. It's just, it's just so hard to prove or disprove one way or the other, right? Because well, one has you, a video you, of actual evidence. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And not just one video, multiple videos from different angles. And most of the time, they even put filters on that because they want to enhance themselves. I'm just saying, it, it's weird you, how you one watch gets... a lot of this, don't you? I mean, it's always I'm, like I, I subscribe to a lot of news feeds and you know CNN, 
uh, Fox, MSNBC, they always like to report that stuff, so obviously I see a lot of that. But I also see a lot of, you know, gun nuts, too, like the whole, um, what was it, the Tennessee shooting, or was it Mississippi shooting? The recent one? Yeah. Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, I, I see, like, dude, I see all spectrums. Like, I'm the kind of guy that doesn't subscribe to one source of news because I want to get the whole picture, so I'm, mm-hmm. even if I disagree with them, I still follow them just so I can get their point of view and mm-hmm. see what's wrong, but mm-hmm. that's why I see a lot of things. <laughs> If I like it or not, I still see it just because, you know, in order for me to or um, argue against it, I got to understand what I'm arguing. Yeah. And then even, like, the part, too, that sucks sometimes with arguing, uh, especially nowadays, is, like, like I, like I, that, I think that's why I play devil's advocate too much, because I, I don't try to form, um, like, a final opinion. And I generally don't, because... It's difficult to do. Think... There's a lot of research to be done. Well, not only that, but even when you... Th- Think or they try to convey that they provide all said evidence, and, and maybe this is just like my level of, of uh, like conspiracy or whatever. But it's like, mm, but do we have? I don't think so. So well, like, they, I, they don't. I mean, you're 100 percent right. Every every news station, so, every so, news so, station so, is. So that's why biased. that's why I don't I don't generally like sometimes formulate final opinions unless like I guess I'm like. I'm passionate about it myself, right? But, but that's what, well, like I said, this is all, you know, personal things because it is a yeah. lot of effort. But that's why I follow all these different points of views because usually whenever you see commonality, that's where you kind of get most of the truth. Correct. But um, when you start seeing a lot of evidence and then people contradicting themselves on the other side, it's like, okay, there might so, be more story there. And then those usually are the formulations <clears throat> of personal agendas. Yeah. And, and like, and like, I think, you know, people like us, we, we, tend to see that stuff and we could we could you know cut that with a knife put it to the side okay that part doesn't matter here's what does matter but even with all that said and done like you know i i i'm always playing devil's advocate even like even at work like you know so-and-so doesn't like this person okay i talk to him like i'm not gonna let your opinion formulate my opinion on that person like not happening <laughs> i i agree with you most of the time, but there's also a difference between they're good to me, but they may be a serial killer. <laughs> like, let's say, for example, Hitler. He might have been nice to me, but he wasn't nice to these people. <laughs> okay, you're going really extreme. <laughs> no, but I, like that I said, I, I, that, I, remind, that reminds me of. Um, <laughs> I know you're not. I don't know. I don't know if you were ever a Norm Macdonald fan, but he did yes. a stand-up routine. Did you see the one with his dog, Hitler's dog? Um, oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. He was on the, uh, uh, he did that show for HBO. No, what was it? Yeah. His own show. No, was sitcom. it the Netflix? No, I think it was the, was it HBO? No, or was it the Netflix one? I think it was the Netflix one. I thought it was when he had that TV show. But I, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember all of it, but I know he was. <laughs> Anyways, that's what it reminded me of a little bit. <laughs> anyway. Uh... <laughs> but no, I, I, no, I agree that, with that... you. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that that's pretty 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 uh an extreme <laughs> reach right there. I'm just saying there's exceptions to that rule. <laughs> there there is exceptions to that rule. There definitely is, no doubt. Um anyhow. <laughs> With all that said, um Animal any other, cruelty. <laughs> any, any other miniature topics, yeah. Um Yeah, uh so it was one that you brought up. And this is kind of weird because 
you know, like we said, we were on the fence on most things because we see both points of view. Um, so recently, Amazon is under attack by, I like to call them PETA bread. What, what's the actual organization? Is it PETA? Yeah, it's just PETA. Um, oh, the horse thing? Yeah, with the horse. So they, PETA's basically saying that, you know, live animals shouldn't be used in any kind of, like, you know, movie shoots or whatever, which... Depending on the situation, I would agree, but I feel mm-hmm. like if you completely lock out live animals, you're killing businesses, and then you're also killing those animals too. Because the businesses that do keep those animals, they get they use that money, keep them fed, keep them healthy. But once that is over, they have to sell those animals, and usually when they sell them, those animals die off. Yeah. So it's like, are they really protecting animals, or are they just being grumpy? Because in the Amazon instance with Lord of the Rings, um, <clears throat> from my understanding, is that you know, there there was a horse that died on set, but the horse didn't die because, you know, cruel training or whatever. It just had a heart attack during the transportation. But because of that, PETA has to get their, you know, their... What's the, uh, what's the method of transportation in the harness with the helicopter? It was, <laughs> yeah. No, it, and, that, uh, and, that, and it was causing the horse anxiety, and that's why it had a heart attack. No, I, I think it was... Well, I, I forgot what those things are called, the... the pins that they put them in they drive them around supposedly just because the heat or whatever it's the heart was racing and that's why i had a heart attack but um it was also old horse too not not saying that it doesn't happen and this thing is also older like, horse. the horse was 74 years old it was time to go <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying like uh, i feel like if a movie shoot actually respects the animals and understands you know the business that they're working with and they don't put them in actual danger keep using live animals because one businesses are or sorry jobs are still being kept those animals in those businesses are still kept alive and fed and safe yeah no i i i concur as well like i i don't see the harm it's not like they're whipping the horse or anything like i mean the, <laughs> the, the only the, the, yeah the only uh the only time i defended PETA um is when um there's a really old movie classic by the way uh, by the name of Jurassic Park, and they had a live cow, and Velociraptors, you know, they ate it. <laughs> that that wasn't good. That wasn't very nice. So that's when I defended PETA. But after that, I I, I didn't really care anymore. Um, but no, I was just making a joke, of course. No, I'm, I'm but, trying to think. Uh, there 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 is an instance where I do defend PETA. I'm trying to remember what movie it was. It was a recent movie too. I I want to say it was Shiloh, but. No, it might be it might be called a dog's tale. Uh, but whatever it is, it was a recent movie. It was about a dog. It was centered around the dog, and supposedly the dog was kind of being tortured to do certain, you know, mm. um, like I guess shoots or whatever, like jump, do whatever, sit, bark, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was the one time I agreed that you know you shouldn't torture an animal like you know they do at the circus with cattle prodding and all that stuff with the uh, yeah the elephants. Yeah. I'm like, that'd be the one time I agree, but most of the time that doesn't happen in those industries. No, 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 it usually doesn't. I mean, it definitely probably was uh, a more of a, a negative practice right back in the day. Um, you brought up circuses. I mean, that's a huge, huge one. Um, but I, I don't think it's that <clears throat> commonplace anymore. Like, I think there's a lot of people that really love and respect animals that for that to even happen. Yeah, and there's so, also a lot I, I of think... rules and regulations. Like, there's a movie called Nope that actually has, like, live horses, and the way they, you know, use horses in the movies, it, it's a smart way, and none of the horses were harmed. They were actually fed and well taken care of during the shootings. 
Yeah, they just gotta treat it like child actors and have triplets and have triplet horses and twin <laughs> horses. Yeah. You know, like uh, animal labor laws, you know? Like, hey, a horse could only work two hours. You know, get the twin out here. One thing I do find hilarious, though, is that PETA attacks, you know, usually movie industries, but yet they don't go after horse races. Like the jockeys. They're athletes. But the training they go through is very extreme for a horse. Like, if I was going to call for anything, it'd be the intense training those horses go through. Because if they break a leg, you're putting, you're going to get put down. Yeah, <laughs> they, they are, yeah. Or, they're, or they get retired and they become studs. That got yeah. beat a leg. Win a race and become a stud. Oof, Especially if you're life. a champion horse, you're getting all the ladies. That's what I'm saying. That's, no artificial breeding. <laughs> no. Um, but no, you're you're right. Um, that that's another avenue. Um, and who knows? I mean, they probably do attack them, but they're, they're never going to get anywhere because horse racing's very big with gambling and and money talks <laughs> and, and, and money talks. And what, what's that? Um, what's that famous one every year? The um, oh, the um, the Kentucky uh, Derby. Yeah, Kentucky Derby. I mean, that shit is just. I'd go. At, I would at, go. You've never been? No, I've never been. I've been once. It's awesome because you dress I, up too. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Kentucky Derby, man, that's that's some real shit. Because I had a top that's... hat, a suit and tie. I was looking like yeah. an old fashioned 18 like century person. Right, that's awesome. Like that's that's the shit right there. But there's a lot of shady business that goes down there. Because oh, I'm sure there is. When yeah. you go to the gambling thing, you know they have your classic betting, and then you go to a little bit to the right where there's private betting. And I've heard I heard people you know making fifty thousand dollar bets. And I'm like, that's probably a low end for those rich people. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's there, there's some crazy shit. <clears throat> but um. But yeah. I mean, you, you're never gonna you're not gonna mess with that. Gambling is so huge. And so they're huge. also tied to a lot of organizations and politicians. <laughs> a lot of a lot of a lot of things. Um. All right. Cool. So we we talked about that. Yeah. I just uh, I just saw it's funny that they were trying to make such a big deal. I'm like, Peter. Shh. Yeah. Be, be like Greta Thornburg, just shh, disappear. Just, just hush. Just hush. <laughs> but uh, do you want to move on to our first topic? Uh, well, I guess it's our first and only major big topic for today. I'm just making sure, like, I'm going really quickly to see if we uh, if we did bring up everything. I think we did. Um, that well, I could remember as well. well you wanted to, I know you want to mention Pokemon Go. Do you still want to talk about it? Um... Yeah, we can talk about it very briefly. Um, me and Josh, before the podcast, uh, pulled the curtain back. We were kind of um, bumping heads on what actually was, how remote raids worked versus how they are working now. We're not going to get into that aspect of it, but what we do know is the community is very upset, and I guess they're trying to stage a boycott. As of like yesterday or today, for and here, here's the part that here's the part that makes me laugh so bad. You want to form a boycott, but then you put a date on that boycott for the next seven days. Don't buy any. Look at seven days gonna do. If you're gonna boycott <laughs> it, fucking boycott it. <laughs> you are showing how weak you are as a community. Be like, oh, we're just not gonna play for seven days, and we'll be right back. That's not how you boycott. Stop it! A real boycott is you never buy them ever again. (laughs) Exactly! That's what I want to say first off. Second off. I um, agree. That's that's just, at that point, that's just semi virtue signaling with the movie. I'm not antiquing, I'm reading this like, hmm, okay, seven Seven days. days? Mm, That's 20 cents. (laughs) Okay, okay. 
It's like, come on, you guys are... That's just so stupid. Uh, <clears throat> next off, like, people are, like, you know, saying, like, oh, they're not going to get money. They're going to get... Okay, for... And I've seen other people make say this on social media, too, and I usually give them the nice little heart, because they're right. <laughs> the rate passes are not where they're getting their money. I mean, they are getting money, don't get me wrong, but you got to remember the heart of where their income was coming from, and that was selling your data. They were selling the movement data. If you are doing rate passes, nobody is fucking moving. You, they need people to get back out there, do their little things, and sell off that data. That's how they're getting their meat and veggies. No. I, I, yes. well, they are selling your data, which that's how they are getting your money, but and, that, and, the movement is not how, how they're getting and it. It's and being... about the sponsors that they would get in the gyms, and I mean, I don't know what they were going to evolve to, but I can only imagine that they would probably have like sponsors lined up that are actually physically at those locations, like they did to Starbucks, but have it to where like they could have promos where you go in and you like buy something and you put in a code and then you get stuff. Like, I'm sure Niantic wants to capitalize on some of that shit, but if you're not actually going to these establishments and they're remoting in, then they can't move forward with those type of uh, um, projects. I'm, I'm, gonna disagree with, I'm gonna disagree with you because the, the data selling aspect mm-hmm. is true, but mm-hmm. it's not about the movement you're tracking. Because one thing, once you load the app, you automatically start with AR plus. That means they immediately have access to your photos. If you don't do it, you st- I mean, regardless, you have to put it on because you need Pokemon that way. Two, when you do it, the term of service says once it's on your phone, just like TikTok, it has access to your device, anything that's connected to that device, like your internet search history and all that stuff, and your internet. It means it connects to other devices. So they don't care about your movement. They already have your data once you log in onto your phone. Agree to disagree. Like the like the marketing of like going to this place sponsored, that the the money that you get from that is very minimal because they're trying to increase traffic to that one business. That's what they do sponsored, but the money is very min, like minuscule compared to like actual data transferring and also the um the microtransactions bought from like ray passes boxes and all these other things. Because if it was opposite, there's a difference between they thinking no. They, 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 they wouldn't be doing this then. Okay, so then what's your reason of them doing this then? I think, well, I think the reason why they're doing this is if you want to talk about movement, it's the mm-hmm. community uh, events that they want for like Singapore or what were they called? Safari Zones, Go Fest, because they're trying to build more of those um, those event passes that they have. Mm hmm. And the only they, they, that's why they're only trying to do is because if you can do it remotely, what's the point of going are, there in person? I, I, well, no, I think they have been successful. I think the last one they did was the Vegas one, and it was, I mean, I don't have figures in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it was pretty damn successful. Well, I'm not saying it was successful. Think, I'm saying that think... if because the remote thing, the people don't show up to them as much as well, compared to waiting a couple of days and having the global one. But but the thing is, those things never, with the exception of COVID, so let me correct myself very quickly, they have never been remote uh, outside of the ones that like even we did with COVID. The like Vegas, after... So the, the Vegas one had an exclusive kind of like GoFest where one or two days you can uh-huh. go to this event and get, you know, do like the, what's it called, the Habitat ones. Mm-hmm. And then uh, three days later, you had that three-day global event Correct. Where you still get the Vegas Pokemon, but you could do anywhere. Yeah, the same thing happens with all the GoFest, though. It doesn't happen that same weekend, <clears> but it happens, like, um, months down the line, right? Well, they get, they the give ir- everybody the, they give everybody the Mew research, they give everybody the Celebi research, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No, but the original it's three... It's not like Go- it's an exclusive. The original three GoFests were exclusive. 
until COVID, but COVID changed regulations and they're trying to get that back to make it go to these designated areas so they can capitalize on merchandise, like stores, um, food and all that stuff. Well, the food, uh, hmm. They have contracts with cities to do that. You know that, right? I'm pretty, well, no, okay. That, yeah, that's no, what I, they're trying I, to get. No, 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 yeah, you're right. There is a little bit of aspect with that, but, <laughs> but no, what I, what I wanted to somewhat stop you there was the merch part. I think out of how many did we have here? Three? Did we have three over here? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was only the second one had like a big ass merch or what or maybe it was the last one. Because I remember I bought a lot of shit. I spent like over two hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, but the first ones didn't have merch. I think they had no, I think the first two did have merch. It's just they sold out first day because what they do, and this is what business do, they they want to create that FOMO aspect. So you, if, because, you know, if you're afraid that's going to go out, you buy right away because you know that they're going to be limited quantity. That's why they mm-hmm. do it. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's, I think it's a little bit more intricate than that. I think the contract one is pretty, pretty significant. Like, they get. The contract one probably is, but like. Because they get paid from certain countries and states. To put it in their city to get that traffic increase. Yeah, that's that's the reason why they're cutting remote. It's not because you're going to Pokestop at Starbucks. I don't. I don't think so because like they're <laughs> they're, they're, they're they could still do those regardless, even with the remote. I mean, they could do like, it regardless, it's, it's, but I'm just saying they don't make as much money if you could do it, you know, remotely. Well, they just cut the remote aspect off. It's basically what I'm saying. You still hold all those events. You hold all those events, but there's no remote aspect. Exactly. But I'm, I'm, I'm just saying they don't care about your movement going to like a Pokestop in Starbucks. That's not where they're getting your money from. That, that was my argument. I disagree. <laughs> You're like, they got to go to five guys. They got to get five cents for every stop spin. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. But going no, back but... to what we were talking about is, um, you know, like you saying, people are boycotting because they didn't like the five limitations a day, which realistically, a casual person doesn't do five remote raids a day. They don't even do five raids a day. That only hardcore people that do that way. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think so like um not only that 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 is true. Like I guess where I would feel for people are like the rural players, right? Because I mean we would never know that, but we could kinda have a pretty good feeling as to how much that would suck. Um I, I just I just don't know how you fix that. Like I don't have the right answers. Um but we talked about this right when COVID started and why, right when it happened. I was like, this is good. This is going to maintain the game. But once they try to pull it back, like, good luck. Um, so we'll see what, how, what happens. Well, I, I think right now this, this is as far as they're going to pull back because I think they recognize that limitation that there's a lot of people that don't have big communities that were living in big cities that have access like we do. But I think that's why they did limit it, is because they realized that the accessibility, one, still generates a buttload of money, but two, it allows people that are solos to, you know, go join Facebook groups and all this stuff, or whatever groups you you go to, and uh, you can still get your minimal raid days instead of, you know, exploiting it like they did with the spoofers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. So I feel like this is the best medium, and I don't think they're going to go any further than this. I think... Uh... I think the best medium would be what they did, but the, the the price hike to me I felt was definitely unnecessary. Like they didn't have to do that. Yeah, but they did that with all the other rate passes. Like 
the premium rate passes, what were they? Originally 99 cents, and I think they're like well, 199 or 150. The premium rate passes were always weird because depending on... I remember this used to happen all the time when they would throw them in the boxes, right? Like, there would always be like one box that was better than the others. And I'm not, I don't mean just for that period, but like, you know, once every hypothetically six months, you get uh, one with like 12 passes or something. And, and no, 24 was, passes. Those are the big ones. Something like that, right? It was ridiculous. It was like 15.99, but you get 24 rate passes. So basically, it might you're been, getting yeah, it might have even a 50% discount. Yeah, exactly. Um, so rate passes have always fluctuated, right? When they were sold in like in bundles. Um, but um, individually, they haven't though. Like, well, except for the one time yeah. case during COVID. I mean, it was it was like really rare. I mean, I don't think I've ever really bought them individually. I think I always bought them in like threes or something. But didn't they remove the option to do individual remote passes? I think it's only the bundles now. Isn't that what the case is? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. That I don't know. Because I think I looked that at the store know. for whatever the most recent event was, and mm-hmm. I only seen the bundle. But of course. There was a lot of things in the store, so maybe they had to remove it temporarily because of all that stuff there. But Possibly. I only seen like the bundle one, like the three bundle. Yeah, yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, you know, obviously I don't play it as much as I do, except for events. So even events, I'm like half-assing it. So I love how you and I can have a disagreement, but you and I really don't play the game as much. I as know, right? It's like, you know, like we're getting we're getting passionate about the conversation. I'm like, hey, you play? No, do you? No. Why are we fighting? <laughs> But hey, I mean that's kind of the whole point of having this. You know, you gotta have a little bit of drama. Exactly, of course. But um, also, we also argue on the behalf of people from different points of view. True, that's very true. That's what we do. We, we pick a side, and we run with it. Uh, no, but uh, other than that, uh, yeah, I think I'm ready to. Um, I guess you say nerd out um, on our <clears throat> next slash only topic of of today, with the, with the exception of the little mini topics that we've already discussed. Um. And that is um, the oh, Legend what? of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Hold on, before we start off on this, oh. wh- why didn't, hold on. For some oh, reason this isn't popping up. I got it now. So okay. I will say, because of the gameplay reveal. Wait, time out. You, you ready? You ready? just, you know, kind of ruined it. But the reason why we're talking about oh, it. Oh, I, I, I thought you said because... the Zelda thing already. No, I did say that, but I'm, the reason why we're going to have a, okay, a go ahead, little topic about it is because a couple days ago they did do the uh, 10 plus minute gameplay, um, what do you want to call it, demo, I guess. Um, and uh, I'll let you start. I'll, you I'll call be, it I'll a demo? Be, I would be, say it was I'll a showcase. Showcase, of demo. Features. Features, um, whatever you want to dub it as, whatever you want to coin it. Um. I'll let you uh, start. So, originally, I wasn't going to get this game at launch. Bullshit. No, I, no I, I really <laughs> wasn't. <clears throat> there's, there's a lot of games I don't get at launch unless if I'm, like, really into it. Okay. And Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, seeing that showcase demo, whatever the heck you want to call it, has sold me. And the reason why is because okay. during the demo, we've seen a lot of things of building, you know, weapon crafting, uh, what's it called, vehicle crafting, and I'm going to go back to previous topics we had. One thing, when Zelda was ported to the PC, and they did a lot of mods. Oh. So this this was like a rip version, like, you know, yeah. ROM, whatever. So the community did a lot of modding on there. And they, what you've seen in the Tears of the Kingdom trailer is what they had in Breath of the Wild. But it was a community modding aspect. 
So the fact that Nintendo did classic Nintendo, they seen a feature the community built, they ran with it, they liked it a good idea, they put it into the game, and because of that, that little small little mod feature as being an official feature in the game has sold me. The fact that I can craft a weapon to use in different environments to zoom across water or use it as an aircraft, I just think that's the coolest thing. I'm always a fan of weapon crafting or build crafting, and seeing just the limitless possibilities basically due to your imagination has got me sold um yeah i was i was shocked like i i i didn't uh, watch it live because i was at work but uh when i got home and started my solo stream uh that's what i did at the very start i actually watched that presentation uh it still may be up on my channel to give myself a shameless plug so you could kind of see my live reaction even though the video itself wasn't live but um and like my eyes were like wide and like this and i was like holy shit like what is going on here like this is this is crazy um i wasn't expecting that but to your point like endless possibilities i'm like what what are you gonna not be able to do (laughs) was i think my my thought process at the end i mean obviously there's gotta be some limitations right but like um it just made you wonder as to what the fuck you could do. Cause then you start seeing all the shit on social media. Like someone had the shield and they had the, the, the chicken um, uh, put together with the shield and like the ultimate weapon. Oh, not only like, that they had the, they, what was it? Was it the shield or arrow with like um, a snowball? Oh, the, so you can cause like a freeze effect from long yeah, distance or, or if an you, enemy attacked yeah, the, you. They have like a smoke bomb that pops up. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. It was like, it was so amazing, and it was like, uh, and going back, I don't know if you caught this, um, but going back to when he was showing you how to build the raft, I thought that was like a, a little homage to the original Zelda, because in the original Zelda, you could have like the three-log raft that could just get you to point A to point B. Um, so I thought that was like really cool. Uh, I'm sure they intended for that. But um, yeah, I just thought that was just so cool. But at the same time, I'm like, Maybe it was maybe it might make it even more difficult. Like I, I feel like, like they I mean if you if you actually watch the gameplay, I think it was like what, ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah, it was like clearly sure. there there's a lot of customization you can do, but they do have limitations. Like with the ability yeah. to ascend through you know, the caves or floors or whatever. They said there's certain places you can do it and certain places you can't. I'm assuming that's the same thing with building. Like, you're not going to have all those features unlocked right away. I think you have to earn those features, and that's why it's not going to make it difficult to play the game because they're probably going to, you know, do a certain level gates like they've done with other stuff. Well, I think part of that gating is, like, they showed the battery power, right? Like, you had a certain amount of time you could utilize it pretty much, and then it probably just, like, poof. Like, kind of well, not only that, but they also did a combination power effect. So if you added like one yeah. or two fans, it either increased the battery life or made it go quicker. And there's probably like gating to your point where it's like, okay, at the start you could probably only put two things together, and then you unlock to put three things together, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, who knows, right? We're all we're all just speculating. Um, but but yeah, that was like so cool. And then the, and then the weapon fusing a little, a little unorthodox, a little like crazy because they had what was it the stick and the boulder or something I'm oh like, yeah to make them a hammer i'm like what is this i'm like and then he's like it's it's just some of it like i'll admit could it's probably gonna look stupid dumb but 
some of them was cool. Like when they did the the spear and and also like a like a kendo stick or whatever it was and and then they made this really long form weapon, which I was like, okay, that's cool. They basically um, just made a, a mace and a polearm. That's all they did. <laughs> well, yeah, but but the fact is, like, like what I'm saying is, like, the fact that, you know, you were able to take those two items and just, you know, make something like that is just, just cool. Um, and even the far-fetched items, like the stick and a boulder, like, it's like, what? Like, okay, this, I mean, it's obviously a fantasy-type game, but, like, this is a little far-fetched, but, you know what? So we'll, is we'll freezing enemies and locking them in midair. But I mean, it's a game. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's a game, so it's like you know, but um, but so yeah, those components were like huge. But the other thing for me that was really um, jaw dropping, I guess a little bit, and I'm sure you kind of want to really touch up on this point, uh, was when they did recall back to one of the Sky Islands, and then he got knocked off, and then he started free falling. And just, like, how massive that was. I mean, we already know how big the game itself was anyway. So now you throw in the elements of sky. Now, granted, you're not getting the same amount of land mass in the sky that you do on the ground. I mean, I mean let, let me fine-tune what I'm saying there. That's why I didn't interrupt you. I was letting you finish. Yeah, I mean, the sky is... One-to-one ratio of land. I get that. But what I'm saying is the amount of land mass you have in the sky isn't the same amount. Right? You're with me? Um, but on top of it, they didn't really touch up on it on the, on, in the gameplay, but uh, I think it is pretty much all but con- really confirmed. There's also an underground, right? But the underground, too, is not going to be the same amount of space as just your normal, we'll call it ground level, um, <clears throat> or, you know amount of land so maybe with the sky land mass and the underground land mass they might kind of maybe add up and equate to the regular land i don't know i i think you're underestimating the sky because when you actually <clears> seen the <throat> gameplay it wasn't just like a little island on the ground it was actually a multi-layered like an mc escher painting because you can ha- you have like seven different like landforms on top of each other making no, no, like no. a I... vertical level where and some of them are pretty massive like the one he fell off of looked like an island itself like an actual massive island i'm with you i know <clears throat> I, I did i did notice that but like I, it'll be interesting to see maybe they'll release these details closer to the date but like hypothetically hypothetically if you put all that sky mass together how much of it would fill up like the regular land. That, I would that, say that's what I, probably like half. And that's my like point. More than a quarter. Yeah, like, and that's my point. Like, it, it's not going to be a one to one ratio. If they did, uh, that'd be a but, problem because I don't think the Switch can handle that. <laughs> well, <laughs> but not only that, but like, it, it doesn't have to neither because the, the fact that you just had that whole biodome of the complete sky with as big as the landmass is, the world is to begin with. It's just fucking huge. Like, like that was, to me, a little mind-blowing. Um, to me, when I look at this, I don't look at this as an official Zelda game. I'm almost looking at this as, like, a Zelda sandbox, where it's just a creative free room. Because, like, basically, when you're looking at this, and this, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned that, because you, I know you went on tangents before about durability. I would love to see more durability. The crafting either increases or decreases durability, like the polearm that you've seen, you know, the stick and the other stick being combined. Mm-hmm. Even though it had more reach and it did slightly more damage, it broke a lot quicker. 
Um, it did, but um, so I was kind of like reading this on social media. I guess based on Breath of the Wild, a lot of the uh, feedback, uh, negative feedback, uh, was people dislike the weapon breaking capability. Which, like I said, to your point, I I don't care. I think that's a cool me- mechanic, but the weapon combining pretty much just gives you free repair like all the time, right? Like you could just, I, I don't know if they didn't really, they didn't really show and tell like a, like a, it's, like a break. It, like it's, how can I put it? it's funny that like you say taking that. them apart, but like if you could just rebuild it with something else, then you have like infinite breaking weapons. Like, well, no, I, I think, so this is something I was actually wondering too. And I think they did mm-hmm. show because, you know, at the beginning when the, before he did the crafting, he had two sticks. One he broke, the other one he um, he was using, and then he put into the mallet. Yes, when you look boulder. at the combination, I, I'm going to go back and look, but it looked like there was like a number on each of the items, and the stick um, item was, um, wasn't was like full. It was like half or whatever. And when oh. he combined it, the overall durability for that hammer mace, whatever he made, wasn't mm-hmm. full either. So I think mm-hmm. if you have half durability in that weapon, you craft it, that, mm-hmm. that crafted weapon isn't going to have full durability. I, I think just, it's going to assumed just... It. Yeah, uh, I would have to go back and look too. I wasn't, I was paying attention to the interface, but I didn't. I guess at that point in time, but like the other little things that I did notice was like, I mean, they were existed in the first game, but I kind of liked how they just had it all there in the corner. Was like the the sound um, thing, the sound gauge. Um, what was the other one? Oh, the 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 body temperature. Well, I'm assuming is his body temperature. Um, I just thought those little kind of itty-bitty features were pretty cool, too. Um, but, yeah, but going back to, you mentioned uh, going through the ceiling, right? You Didn't you say it's not everywhere? Nope. I think I think they explained in the trailer that it can be everywhere, which no, I thought no. was a little, they, which they, I thought they, was they, a little overpowered. They, they specifically said that you have to be able to go underneath it in order for you to go there. Like, if let's say the cave, you can only go up. You can't go side or any of the other stuff. It has no, no, to be it, something that is has an opening and you are underneath it and it's it's one to one. It can't be like you're going horizontal up a cliff. No, no, exactly. It, you can only go up. You can only go vertical. To your point, you can't go like this. You can only go up. So if you're in any cave, like they even made a comment like like it's probably going to happen in the game, you're probably going to get captive or something. You could go up to just get out of a locked cage. But the way they it, once again, I, I probably will end up watching it a second time, but the way they described it was you could do it or you could use it anywhere. And I'm like, anywhere? Like, that seems a little OP'd. Now, it does affect, I think, your stamina gauge. So even though you could do it anywhere, you have to have the right amount of stamina in order to get all the way through. Mm. Yeah, I think they, I mean, it might look OP now, but I feel like they purposely designed it that way for the open world. But when it comes to, like, uh, story missions, I feel like it's not going to be as accessible as you think it is. Because if you look at it, not everything's straight vertical. It's kind of like zigzagged. No, that part is true. But uh, but still, just I was like, damn, like it just makes crazy. transportation easier. In my in my opinion, it's a yeah. it's quality of life update, not well, a breaking feature. Yeah. Well, like I mean, with that quality of life update, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like I said, with with uh, with the underground aspect of the game, like I'm pretty sure that's where it's going to be used heavily. Um. But they, you know, they they didn't say it in that trailer because they didn't really focus on story, right? It was mostly all that those gameplay features. But if you paid attention closely, 
um, like some of the items he was picking up, like they were uh, Zonai items. So we definitely now know like the Zonai has the heavy presence in this game, which in the first game they only had a very vague kind of lore um, touch up on. So um, yeah, when you mentioned it being up, oh, there's the uh, you got that too. Yeah, national yep. service warning. Yep. Okay, I get a phone. I'm in danger. <laughs> like, I'm in danger. Like Ralph on the school bus. I'm in danger I'm in now. Danger. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Like it's funny though. I I know they said the wind. It's like, funny. I'm about to die. <laughs> yeah. No, they said the wind's like 90 miles per hour. I was like, Jesus. Yes. Christ. Some places. Uh, some places they said it exceeds hurricane uh, level winds. That's nuts. Like, I, like I don't know if we're supposed to get like heavy rain too, but like I don't hear any rain right now against my windows. I, I can I can see in here. Right? You... Oh, okay, I don't. Uh, oh, doesn't mean it's is, not. The tornado is right it... above your house. That's why you don't hear it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just dancing on the roof. <laughs> Good little tap dance. I'm gonna get you. Uh, I'm gonna get you. But um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, <clears throat> it's man, it, like I don't mean to like you know touch up on other games because we we wanted to focus on Zelda, but like. You know, and, and then going back earlier about, like, Game of the Year, it's like, man, like, I know it hasn't come out yet, but this game's going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, the, the shit, the shit, I don't know if you come across shit, like, even for Breath of the Wild that people still figure out and do and, and just, like, like, there was a meme, I don't know if I even shared it with you, where it's like, they said, like, Legend of Zelda, like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Like, it's like... The shit that people do in that game is just nuts. And this just like it's a carbon copy, but like on steroids. So to a degree. One thing I think the reason why, you know, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom are gonna be successful is because one, the reason why Breath of the Wild was successful is because obviously the exploration, the story was okay. Um yeah. but it was really the speedrunning community that made it take off. And I feel like because of these you know, things that we've seen, you know, going through floors and all that stuff, the weapon crafting. I feel like because of this, they want to focus more on the community because, like I said before, this weapon crafting was in Breath of the Wild as a mod for PC. And I'm like, maybe they were actually, obviously they, they you know, uh, took him down, but I feel like they have, maybe have hired some of these people that actually made these super beneficial mods that everybody would love to see in the next game, and they put them in this one as like a, how do you say it? Like a like a love letter to these dedicated fans that love to constantly replay the game, speed run it, and also find new and creative ways to keep playing it. Yeah, I mean that that'd be cool. I, I don't know if any of that's true. Well, the mod part but... is true. It it was a mod that was. Well, no, no, I mean not that part, but I mean the the end part that you said about hiring them or whatever. I um, hope that's true because if not, and they shut them down, stole their idea. That'd be really Nintendo shady. The pretend it wouldn't surprise me though. Um, but um, I hope this one cannot be speedrun. By the way, I mean every game in its own right can be speedruns. Why don't you want to be speedrun? Because like when I found that out about Breath of the Wild, I thought like I was like what? Like at first I thought it was cool, but then I'm like dumb. Like like if. Like I don't know if that was intended or 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 not. I'm guessing it had to be, but if like I think the first one that it happened it was like what seven minutes. I don't know how what they're doing nowadays, but 
But yeah, when you just start the game and you just jump off the island, go straight to Ganon and kill him, like that's just so stupid. But but let me ask you this: Why does speedrunning mm-hmm. hurt your experience? Oh, it doesn't hurt my experience. But that's I just think... but since it doesn't hurt your experience, then why do you care if it's speedrun or not? Devil's Advocate. I'm just saying, like, if I was the developers and you spent all that time making a game just to see it flipped in a matter of minutes, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe they don't. They, they love either. to see that. Yeah. So, have you ever followed I mean, a? Um, I don't know if they do it on YouTube, but I know on Twitch it's called Games Done Quick. And developers actually watch Games Done Quick, you know, because Games Done Quick is a like a marathon where you know speedrunners go on there to break games, you know, play them as quick as they can, and mm-hmm. uh, and at the same time they raise money for charity like St. Jude and all that stuff. And oftentimes the developers go on there and they're just amazed. Like I built this game, but I didn't think of that. And they think it's cool that, you know, a player was able to figure out something the developers couldn't. So I think mm-hmm. they find it as like a challenge and also fascinating that people can still be creative on a game. They didn't intend to be that way, but they still figured it out that way. So I think more often well, than not, the developers actually like it than hate it. I mean, that, 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 that's another way of looking at it. And that's cool too. Like, you know, if they are, if they are uh, applauding, you know, what uh, they couldn't figure out because let's be honest, none of the shit's tested. I mean, it, it is, but like, it's like a paid group of like twenty people that you know are not as good as those players. Don't underestimate QA testers because QA testers spend hours, like not just hours, but like hundreds of hours going through the whole entire game to find like glitches, like fall through spots, uh, item breaking stuff. Like, you might not think they're doing speedrun stuff, but the the amount of testing they go through is insane. Oh, I've se- I've seen some um, mini docs on them. Like I, th- I think it's almost like uh... <laughs> some of them are. Very, yeah, to your point, they're very laborious, and to some aspects, maybe a little. Uh, they're probably breaking labor laws doing <laughs> those hours that they do. <laughs> to your point, <laughs> but uh, but uh, that's in a different country, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, but um, but yeah, no, I'm just like. Oh man, just watching those ten minutes, I was just, I was just floored. I'm like, you know, I got lost in breath of the wild, and I'm like, holy fuck, man, am I gonna get so lost in this game? Because, man, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really like speechless. I really am. Like, it's, it's gonna be fucking amazing. It's just weird how one stupid feature that I thought was cool as a mod made it to the game, and that was just like the immediate selling point for me. It it, it is an interesting one, though. Like, it's... I mean, they showed you so little, but so much, right? Because it's like, here's what you could do. We're not going to show you your array of items you could put together. Like, hopefully it wasn't a tease where it's very limited. Because that would really fucking suck. But I don't know, because when you look at, like the trailers and and you see like the the like cart that he made with like the one gear stick and it's like eight wheels and propellers and it's like like you really can use your imagination and build some sort of vehicle which is really cool so i i hope let me let me make this last point before i forget out of all the things you make i hope they have a feature where you kind of like save it as a template you know that'd be cool but that's all. I, that's a, that's all. I, that's like on my wish list now that they showed that feature. But I, anyways, go ahead. I feel like they won't do that because they probably didn't think about that. But that would be a cool feature they could probably do with an update. But um, no, that would like to see that too. But one thing that I'm assuming because you know seeing Super Mario Maker and all that stuff and some of the other Nintendo games, 
Um, I don't think it's going to be very limited. I think they're going to have a vast amount of creativity. Obviously, it's not going to be infinite, but I don't think it's going to be minor create, uh, creation. Because like, if you look at like games like Fallout, um, Super Mario Maker, um, Halo Infinite, right, just the Halo games, like they give you basically the base assets of the game, but the only limitation is your imagination with that base asset, which could be thousands of creations. Yeah. And I feel like that's what you're going to get with Zelda is that it's just I limited it's, on your design. <laughs> I think the other part, and, and this is really, I mean, kudos to them if they really sat down and, and thought about it this way. But the amount of, like, I guess, additional exposure you get through, like, the social media platforms where people just sharing their creations is going to be huge. I kind of hope they, so, yeah, like I said before, you know, I, I I don't look at this as an official Zelda game. I looked at, at this as, like, a, a sandbox one. I mean, I would... it's still an official Zelda game. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm just <laughs> it's saying. It's also the first official Zelda direct sequel. Like, a lot of people point to Majora's Mask being the sequel to Ocarina of Time. In some essence, it is, but, like, this is one that they're clearly stating, no, it's like a direct. Well, Wind Waker and Spirit Train are connected. They're connected. Like, they're saying Zelda, that mini timeline universe, but they're not, like, direct, like, to be continued, and here's the continuation. Like, allegedly, this is that. But going back to what I was saying is, um, yes. uh, God damn it, I was, I just lost myself. Uh-oh. Hold on, I'll get it back. I'll get it back. What was I saying? That was totally my fault. You should have stopped me. You should have Steve Shaw. Let me get my thought out. It was actually kind of significant too. That's that's why I'm surprised I was dropping the ball here. Oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, I found it. So one thing I hope they do with this great, you know, like you said, media, social media stuff. I'm hoping they kind of take a little bit of Mario Maker here and have like an actual page where people can make mm. levels. Oh, I don't like, know about that. So. I like this. So, how do I describe this? So, in, in Breath of the Wild mod, you can actually create dungeons, like you know, like the puzzle dungeons that they have in the game. Mm-hmm. You can actually mm-hmm. make your own puzzle dungeons. I'm mm-hmm. hoping they allow that in this game, or they have like a page to show like weapon, uh, weapon templates, vehicle templates, and all that stuff. And so you can just instead mm-hmm. of looking at, it, you just either copy it and download it to your stuff, or you get the schematics and see what parts you need, and then build in that same model, kind of like Minecraft or whatever. I, I'll, I'll I love to see that, that sharing part as added. Yeah, I, I think you're kind of like co-signing my, um, you know, my template idea, but you're taking it to the uh, sharing you know, <laughs> the community aspect. Yeah, which which would be fantastic. The 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 idea of like creating a labyrinth, so to speak, like a level. Ah, man, I I just if they were to figure out a way to do that, that'd be. Nothing short of amazing. I just don't know how you do that. Well, they can do it, but, but because but it's, it's been done in mods. Of, well, but this is Nintendo. Well, the higher the people that know how to do it. Um, but in Link's Awakening, the re-release for the Switch, they actually did have like a level maker in there. Um, so why not, why not so, just add one? But 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 that's Link's Awakening, not this game. I feel like this is the best game to add that in. It's a sandbox game, and you and you can't say it isn't because the crafting and the customization. It's the ultimate sandbox, like uh, Just Cause and all that stuff. Like, it, if you don't add that in there, it'd be a, such a I just, loss. I just, I just can't fathom to grasp me walking into something and then it's built by another user. No, no, no. I, it's, I just, it's not going to be in your base world. You had to download it and it's like a preloaded world. 
Right. It's not going to be like, oh, you're going to open world and boom, user generate or user level generate. Well, no, I, I get that. Like, the, the, the <clears throat> spot in the open world would be the same spot. You walk in and it'll be that that user's dungeon. I get that. What I'm saying is, I don't, I don't, I can't see how they would make that work to let you go and build. Like, I, I don't, it's I don't called, know how that would happen. It's called limit box. You download it. You play only that section. And once you're done, you load back out. That's all it is. They've done it with countless games, and they've done it with Mario Maker. If they can do it with Mario Maker, they can do it with but any you're, games. You're comparing Mario Maker graphics to this. It's it's not. It's so opposite spectrum. It, so think of Pokemon. That's like saying you take I want, a little I want, I want, to, zone. I want to jump into a painting in Mario Odyssey and load somebody's made world made in Mario Odyssey. That's kind of what you're suggesting. No, what I'm suggesting yes, is it's a little dungeon that's limited in space. That you can load into. It's not you're rendering the whole world at once with this dungeon in it. I know it's it. not the whole world. They can I, do I, it. I get, I get your concept. I just still, I can't, I can't see it. It's, I'm still sticking to my guns here. Your guns are weak. You're, you're shooting with pea shooters here. You're shooting water guns. <laughs> but they're filled with vodka. Uh, um, look, man, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I'm just saying, like, I, 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 I don't see it happening. Oh, I don't see it happening either. I feel like that's just too friendly for the community. Nintendo doesn't care. No, it's just I don't think it's that. I just don't think. I just don't think they think they could do it. See this once again. I'm going to go back to the what if. I would love, like, obviously people would say, "Oh, I want to get the CEO on there." I would love to talk to the developers of this game and understand like their inspiration, where they got it from, if they really did take it from the mod, or if they hired people that made these mods. I don't think you would ever get them to admit that, though. Even if they did. Maybe, I, I, but I feel like maybe you can press a little bit and get a little bit of like background details with them being vague, but just like ask them certain like questions because I'd love to understand. Like, I mean, I think the way you would ask them is how how were you inspired to come up with this concept? Like, you, how much you did Nintendo pay you to steal? You, you know, it's like you get them to think it's their idea when you know it wasn't type thing, you know, and see if they accidentally let it out. Yeah, that's why you say. Uh, how, how did you get inspired to do this? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just saying, like, if what if I'd love and then, to, and, and, and then they say Mario Maker. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny. And then you're like, ah, foils. Um, I'm just saying, I would love to be able to talk to them because, like, this would be one of the games I feel like you could have like a an hour, hours long conversation about, like, just breaking down the game. At, at the least. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just makes me uh, also wonder, like. Is there possibly anything else they're holding back? Oh, I think so. Like, I, think, I, I, I think they're going to do DLC like they did with the last game, and I think that DLC is going to even add before. more landmass like did before. And with that, maybe more customization that they didn't think of. Like they've hinted, possibly they hinted more possibilities of actual like ships, not just like little hovercrafts, but like actual oh, ships in the sky. That'd be fucking badass. Yeah, your part in the sky. Although I don't. I don't think I ever, ever recollect any type of Zelda having a ship. Wait, Minish Cap. Did they have a ship in Minish Cap? I don't remember I don't most know, of the Zelda think. games. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't think. But um, every time I think of airships, I mostly think of Final Fantasy. But but yeah, I mean, uh, to your point, I, I think I think that probably is also inevitable as some sort of DLC, even though the Breath of the Wilds is a little um, weak. I mean, they did add a little bit more story. It wasn't that bad, but it, it um, you know, wasn't the greatest either. Well, 
see the I, I, I kinda wanna talk about the story because like mm-hmm. like I said, I didn't finish all of Breath of the Wild. I only I think I got like halfway. But I mm-hmm. did see gameplay of the DLC, like you know, like let's plays or whatever. Mm-hmm. I as much as you say the DLC isn't important, I feel like mm-hmm. it actually changed the world for Tears of the Kingdom. That's why you get the islands and all that stuff and spirits, you know, kind of changing the environment because that's kind of what happened in the DLC. Is it changed the landmass? No, the DLC was more um, they the guardians, I should say, not the spirits. Yeah, the guardians. Well, yeah, the guardians they brought back the original ones to the present to have like the uber battle yeah but um, also when they did that you remember all those things falling from the sky hitting the ground it was one of the, and... what were those red guys called the one that kind of looked like a fish but a dog at the same time the red guys i have to look up the character's name but you keep talking while i look up their name yeah, so the thing about the Breath of the Wild is another reason why I think I loved it so much, despite the speedrun part, uh, is that it was nonlinear, right? So because it was nonlinear, it also made it was also harder for storytelling, right? So the the good thing is though, you could pop it back, like I could go pop it back in, and uh, you could rewatch like all the cutscenes and stuff. So um, I think you could kind of like watch them in a particular order. And then the DLC, it did help a little bit because I think the DLC helped with the ordering of, like, taking the nonlinear aspect out, so it kind of helped with the ordering of things. But um, I also need to finish um, Hyrule Warriors, because I know Hyrule Warriors, ironically, <laughs> did a better job with storytelling <laughs> than the regular games, which is pretty pretty funny. So the character I was looking for, it's called, it's either Mipha or Mipha? That's That's not a bad guy, though. I never she's, said it was a bad guy. I'm saying oh, that when they descended, bad guys. no, no, no. I said when they descended from the sky, causing it was, I think it's a she. When yeah, she descended, she's, she's Azora. Yeah, when she and her people descended from the sky and they had that battle, there was also other things that fell from the sky, and that's what kind of gets like the little floating. I thought, I thought the thing that fell from the sky were just um, um, Ganondorf's um, baddies. It was both, the, um, but the, that, that's where the, the battle. Cal- the, cal- the, the calamity was falling. The bad guys. But it, it was both of them, and that's where the battle happens. That's where you also get the floating islands from. Mm, I have to go back and look. Well, I but, remember. That, uh, I remember that being introduced in the DLC. Like you see some of the floating islands in Breath of the Wild because of those um, DLC characters. Yeah, I have to go back and check. Um, I mean, I I don't remember that, but I'm not calling you a liar. It's also been a long time, too. <laughs> it's also been a long time, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I know, you know, before you said you were sold on this game, that you wanted to replay, or or at least finish, Breath of the Wild. So, in that line of thought, probably really soon here, because the game technically does come out next month. We're almost on April Fool's Day. Um, so, I'm not going to replay the game, but I definitely want to just jump in and, and just explore and get lost again. Um, and get a feel for the game because I'm pretty, you know, the game's gonna play exactly the same way it plays as this one. So I wanna, I wanna get back in the the Zelda control pattern. I have a question. So let's say if I'm able to log onto your account, do I get access to your DLC? How? There's no way you could log into my account. I can't like put your profile, like log in with like email address and password and play. Nintendo doesn't work. Like, Nintendo doesn't work that way, unless unless. Unless I had it like on the cloud, 
No, I think if I actually had like your actual login and put on my pro on my Switch and I use your profile and play, I think I could play your DLC. Oh, I was gonna say because I I have the physical game myself. I'm just saying mm-hmm. if I if I played on your account, would I also get the DLC so I could play the DLC and and tell you again if it happened? Because <laughs> I I looked again on Switch and I think the DLC is like forty dollars and I'm like, oh, that's a lot. Of How much? Forty dollars. Forty? Yeah. Really? Damn. I don't remember I, it being that expensive. I have a Switch here. I know it's, it's either thirty or forty dollars. I'll tell you right now. The it was. Cost. I was like, "What?" I thought it was gonna be like maybe twenty dollars, but I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I was saying." I was like, twenty, forty, damn." Well, and it was t- only. I'm loading it up right now. We'll see. <laughs> you know what? It was two patches. It was first the the Guardian one, the more story, and then the last one was just the motorcycle. I think. So it probably was maybe forty for the season, but that last part was. Kind of like you know, very anticlimactic because it's like, oh, you're gonna give us a motorcycle now that you know. Well, I guess now I could use it because if I want to go back out and explore the world, like, hey, let me let me let me use this motorcycle. Oh, okay. I'm I'm looking at it right now. So they they have a bunch of different versions. Um, they got Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild with the season pass for eighty dollars. Base mm. game is whatever, but if you buy them separately, because there's two packs. Um, it's forty dollars, but if you buy the season pass right now, it's twenty dollars. Oh, there you go. And it's on sale. There you go. I'm buying it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's only a sale because of the recent the recent hype. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, you play that and you update me. But uh, but yeah, I'm gonna have to um, yeah, pop it in and DLC and pack start, one and two, uh, and start uh, start enjoying it. Again, I think that also one of those packs introduced like a new game plus mode. I think oh, as I don't well. care about that because I won't get. Oh yeah, me it. either. Yeah, no, me either. I, I was like fine doing this shit. <laughs> it, it, it's funny. I you before trophies, I used to care about new game plus because you can go through it and just power through everything, and then maybe you might get like some secret stuff, like a golden version of the weapon, or like the ultimate version, or a different variant. At this point, I'm so trophy oriented where it's objective get it get out, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I feel like that kind of ruined me. And then some new game, well, most new game pluses they allow you to roll over certain things, but not everything, and that kind of sucks. But uh, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think of what else to bring up um, based on on what they showed. Um, okay, I'm I'm. I'm just intrigued and curious as to, you know, like like I said, what didn't they show is is, is were like I, I don't know what to think. Like it's just like holy shit, you could combine shit and you could do whatever. Like, you know, they showed the rotation of it and, and yeah, I don't I don't know. Like it's gonna be awesome. I wonder how much um <clears throat> what was it called? High Hyrule Warriors? No, it's not Hyrule yeah. Warriors. There's, there's yeah. another name to it. No, it's Hyrule Warriors. That's all it's called? Yeah. Okay, I wonder how much that is, because now I'm kind of like, I have a whole month. I could probably beat Zelda Breath of the Wild in like a week. Well, if you, if you speedrun, you could do it in ten minutes. <laughs> well, I'm, no, I'm saying like, go through the story like casually. I could probably do it within the, a week. The, the, the right hours. way, yeah, because if you, if you rush scan and you don't get the story. <laughs> um... 
Because I'm like, depending on how much Hyrule Warrior is, I may get that, yep. start that, and then do Breath of the Wild, and then DLC, and then right then, it's going to go Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> well, Hyrule Warriors is kind of grindy. I'm fine uh, with that. You, you play Destiny. World of Warcraft. I'm good with grind. Well, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm just, you know, just letting you know. I mean, that's didn't mean for it to come off negative. I'm just saying it's kind of grindy. So when you say grindy, um, you're talking about like, you get to do the scenarios to get levels, or do you have to get certain, like, materials to get weapons? Every character... Okay, so there's a lot mm. of characters. Actually, I don't even know if I've unlocked all the characters. Uh, every character you have to level. Well, I guess you don't have to is maybe an understatement. Some of them you do, because there's certain missions and certain levels you can only do with certain characters, right? So, yeah, they kind of do force you to level all their characters. But... um. <clears throat> Like I said, I haven't, I don't even know if I really beat it, if I'm being honest. Like, I know, I feel like I did all the story, but then, like, like I just kept unlocking more shit. I'm like, when does this game end? Because, so, like... I want you to tell me, because I, I, I think I remember seeing it a little bit. Hyrule Warriors is just basically a scenario brawler, right? Where you go through certain arenas, and you just have like a mass army, and you just smash, smash, it, smash. Yeah, it's a like hack Dynasty slash. Wars? Okay. Yep. It's a, it's a carbon copy, except Zelda. That doesn't um, sound too, is it difficult? Because it doesn't sound difficult. It just sounds like slash, 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 move, dodge, slash, slash, slash. <laughs> no, it's not It's just difficult. grinding with uh, I think, tedious. I, honestly, like I said, I wish I had someone to play with because I felt like the few times that I did, it was more fun that way. Because if when you do like the solo missions, like I did fail some because you'd focus on your one character doing around, blah, blah, blah. And then you would get separated, and then you'd have to toggle through them. And if one fails that was pertinent to your mission, and you weren't controlling that character, well, now you failed. Um, so that kind of sucked. You said that doesn't have online, right? Don't think it does. I have to quadruple check. If it has online, you want to play through it? I mean, I'm I'm down. I I just I just I you know I'm not too sure. I mean, I don't know about play through it all again because well, from beginning to end of story not 100 percent. i could probably we could re, we could rewatch the cutscenes together <laughs> there that way you don't have to play through it well i want to um, play through it if i want to buy yeah. i want to play through it <clears throat> wait hold on yeah i don't know if it has online i mean unless you want me to go run right now and grab it and check the, the back of the box that'd be i'm looking right now to see if gamestop has it hyrule warrior spelled H I H I no hi no. oh it's H Y right H Y and then roll yeah like Rubega. oh it's called Age of Calamity you dingus it's not called Hyrule Warriors it's called Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity it's not Hyrule Warriors I, okay I didn't get the subtext Ooh. the subtext is important because they have another Hyrule Warriors game what's the other one called or- Hyrule Warriors <laughs> oh. Yeah, they did have one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On uh, uh, Wii U, right? It was on, it was either the Wii or Wii U. I forgot about that. I didn't play that one. Oh shit! It might be twenty dollars to get Hyrule Warriors. Buying it right now too. You're right. Yeah, Wii U Hyrule Warriors, the OG. Yeah, I didn't play that one. I said, "Fuck that noise." Apparently they have a definitive edition too. No, yep, Age of Calamity. My bad. All right. Well, 
just added Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity to my <laughs> to, your, to your checkout cart, <laughs> dude. Your shopping cart. So I I just bought Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity and I just bought the DLC. April is just gonna be a Zelda marathon. Cool. Dude, I really I, I know I said this before, but like I I hope with you know Zelda still continuing, I really hope they bring like a uh the tri heroes or whatever like I said before. Of the, the four player co op one. I would love to oh. see that in like a Switch or like some other you know, Nintendo uh, product. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get one. I'm <clears> sure they'll I'm sure there'll be one. I'm sure they'll do another one. Because I know you I said just... like you want to play Monster Hunter, and yeah. that, that's basically what it was. It was like you know you're Zelda, you're going through the world, killing creatures. Oh, so you you up. you want to see one like Breath of the Wild, but four players? Well, I'll accept the 3DS version because that was still fun, like the classic one. Oh, okay. But if they gave me like a Hyrule Warrior or not Hyrule Warriors, um, Breath of the Wild type, I wouldn't be disappointed either. Yeah, that would be interesting. I don't know how that would function, but that'd be interesting. Um. Going back to the 10 minute gameplay though, really quick. The other thing that I thought was really cool was uh, they did show one of the dragons in the in the sky. I was like, ooh. Oh yes. Was that in the first game? Because I don't remember that being yeah. in the first game. Yeah, there's there's three of them. And I only seen one of them, so we must have killed the other two. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 yeah, they're in the first game. I forgot their names, but uh they're kind of tied to You got uh, Shinra, Rayquaza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, like, in the first game, you didn't, uh, like, you didn't have to interact with, well, I mean, shit, you didn't have to interact with a lot of things in the first game, but but they they had uh, drops that you would need to, um, you know, to turn in for, like, um, certain items, certain rare items, like tunics and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I thought that was really cool to see them in the air from afar, because you don't really, actually, I take it back, you don't kill them, you just attack them. And when you attack them, that's when they drop their scales and stuff. And then you had to, like, fly down and get their scales. I'm looking this so. up right now. Mm-hmm. I, rule. I forgot to look it up when I was buying the game. It does have oh. online multiplayer. Wait, hold on, hold on. It says multiplayer option will be available after you complete the first battle scenario in Legend mode. Hold on. Yeah, multiplayer, but not online multiplayer, I think. Now I'm starting to hear the wind. And it's kind of crazy. You might be hearing it through my microphone. No, I'm hearing it for me. <laughs> oh, dude, that's so lame. See, this is the one thing that sucks about Nintendo, is that they don't have a lot of multi, like online multiplayer games. Like, why can't you do, like, there's, there's video games now that do, like, split-screen online co-op. Like, why can't they do that? Like, it, a simple ad. That's it. I don't care if I lag. Just give me a simple online multiplayer ad. Oh, my lights flickered. Uh-oh, you're about to disappear. Bye-bye, Steve. I'm about to disappear. <laughs> oh, you just uh, see... Phew. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm surprised the power didn't actually go out. Last time I flicked it like that, um, I, I did... Um, well, I didn't lose power, but I lost internet, at least. But if you still hear me, we're still good. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I, that That is, like, one of the more perfect games that should be online. Mm-hmm. End of story. So that one definitely is a miss on their part. Because it, it really is fun. Like, I, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it that much, even. Uh, but I think they did a damn good job with the story, too. That, well, since you're about to play, we could talk about it later. But you can spoil like, it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm probably going to forget, anyways. I got that dad hearing where well, it's, 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 the other. 
<laughs> it's the very it's the very beginning because I remember me and my other buddy that's a hardcore Zelda fan. Um, I don't know if you want to say we're disappointed, but we we're like kind of somewhat confused at the very start of the game because they kind of like immediately retconned Breath of the Wild, and I was like, why would they do that? But like, it, it was still really good though. Like, you'll see. So yeah, I, I'm because I don't remember much of Breath of the Wild except for the very little I played. I wonder if it makes sense just to play Age of Calamity first and then go Breath of the Wild, or if that would ruin the experience. Because sometimes um... it makes sense to start at the end and then go back to the beginning because it makes sense like Star Wars. But I wonder if this one makes sense to start at the beginning and then go to the end. I want to say no. I mean, I, wait, 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 let me answer your question in a better way. I want to say if you want to do that, that'd be cool. That'd be fine. I don't think you're hurting yourself. Except if I for, do like, which way? Oh, play Hyrule uh, Age of Climbing first. Okay. Because, um, I mean, you already have an idea of Breath of the Wild anyways. Like, you, I know you want to replay it, but, like, you know the nuts and bolts. So I, I think you'll probably already nuts. understand it. Nuts. Nuts. Um... But yeah, it, it, I but I, I stand true by my statement. I feel like Age of Climbing does, does some better storytelling than the than Breath of the Wild. So, so there's that. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm like, <clears throat> I know I said this twice already before, but that's the weird thing about like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. It's like it's not the story that's really getting you; it's the gameplay. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, like, like I said, like like I said earlier, Breath of the Wild, like because those nonlinear, I think that was the challenge they had, right? was like okay you could go any way you route any which way you want but like so we're going to give you that cutscene for every piece but then how do they go together like what's first second third fourth age of calamity takes that out and they give you full in your aspect exactly well yeah exactly full in your aspect um and it puts together like the montage format of breath of the wild which is i think why i enjoyed it better um and it's like the prequel because it's it's. Um... Oh, it's not like the prequel. It is a prequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's also a little retconish. That's fine if it's retcon for the good reasons. I don't mind that. But no, like I don't. I don't think it was a bad one. But it was just one of those things. Like I never went back to read like uh, people's you know theories or whatever, and whether or not this is accurate and this is not accurate. You know, how, you know how people get. Like I mean, I'm a fan, but there's. Um, very, very crazy super fan. Yeah. When does uh, Tears of the Kingdom come out again? I know it's May. Is May, it May 12th, 7th? I believe. May 12th? May 12th. Okay, so I still, got, I still got some time to play through all this stuff. Yeah. Dude, you, you said you bought the um, the Pro Controller, right? The, for the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom one? Yes. I was really tempted on doing that, but I'm like, I already got two. I don't need another oh, one. Oh, you already have two? I don't, I don't think I own any. Wait, do I? Yeah, I don't think I the, own any. The Pro Controllers are... Once you go pro controller, you can't go Joy-Con. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Like if you play, if you play, like obviously Mario Party, you want to use Joy-Con because it's better that way. Like party games like that. But like when you're playing an actual sit-down game like Zelda, mm-hmm. Pokemon, whatever, mm-hmm. pro controller all the way. There's no gotcha. going back. Cool. Yeah, because I know I bought um, um, GameCube controllers. Speaking of which, I need to buy that because. Um, I bought the online. Apparently, you can actually use the SNES, GameCube, and uh, the other ones to play the old games, the digital ones. Wait, what? 
So you know how like Nintendo gives you the online uh, emulated version of like NES, SNES, Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, they have. Oh, you mean the classic controllers? Yeah, you can. If yeah. you get like a the USB version, you can plug it yeah, in yeah. and play with you know the classic default controller. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. I have uh, I have the NES ones and the SNES, but I don't have uh, the sixty four ones. I have the SNES one because it came with the mini console. And supposedly, there's an actually like a free adapter you can get. Which oh, I really? Should, yeah, where you can plug it oh, into USB. That's um, cool. Did not know that. I think this N sixty four one you actually have to buy through Nintendo Shop, where it's like that little yeah. box. Mm-hmm. Well, all three of them you can buy it through the official Nintendo Shop, and you have to have a subscription, right? And it um, sucks that they made them the base model. Like, why was it the gray N N sixty four controller? Why couldn't they give me like the see through ones? Oh, well, who cares? No, I oh. care. I I like I, the I, green I, I one. The green see through was care. awesome. That was my console. Uh, I don't care. Um, but uh, I don't think there's a rumble pack though. <laughs> there should be a, a rumble pack and an extension pack, memory yeah, pack. Yeah, the extension pack. How else am I gonna but, play Zero Dark? And they also, Dark. Gen- they also have a Genesis one too. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, about I don't that. care. Yeah, I don't care about that one either. But I'm just saying, you know, that option's out there too. Yeah. No, I think I think the last time I looked, every single one of them is is sold out again. Like, so I'm glad I got that. The NES one actually comes with two, <clears throat> but the SNES is only one, and the 64 I think is only one. Well, so mm-hmm. kind of going back to Nintendo because recently I've been looking at emulation, and I I I forget how good people are at pirating. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Apparently, all the SNES lobby, any or sorry, SNES, NES, and Nintendo sixty four, GameCube, and Wii collection, all of them are emulated, and you can actually hook up the original controllers to PC to play those games in its natural default setting. And that's another reason why I want to buy the N sixty four one because, you know, with the Dolphin emulator, I can play Donkey Kong sixty four on my PC. <laughs> mm. And also the original Zelda games too, like um, what was it? Uh, if I get the GameCube one too, I could play. Uh, what's that Zelda one? Uh, oh god, that was Twilight Princess. Was it Twilight Princess the one GameCube? Yeah, because I, I want to play that one too. Because that was, that was a good one. They're, they're all good. <laughs> well, some of them better than others. I'm gonna well, add, but this well, is all personal preference, though. Well, uh, wait, yeah, GameCube got Twilight Princess, and then we. Got Skyward Sword, but GameCube also had a Skyward Sword version, and then Wii U also had a Skyward Sword version. <laughs> Sky- Skyward Sword got uh, got slotted around, I guess. Arguably, though, the one on the Wii was the best version of it because the controls oh, yeah. were just. Oh yeah, hands down. Yeah, hands down. Yeah. For luckily sure. for it, me, it... I actually have a USB sensor bar, and I could actually play the emulated on my PC because yeah. it, it, it's like a real to be live. Dude, like, like, like that, I said, that was cool. Like, I don't you, care how gimmicky it was; it was cool. It also handled pretty well. But I'm, I'm just saying, it like, did. you know, like we talked about before, how modding save or sorry, the modding community saves gaming because of them. You can still play all these old classic games with the retro, like the default controllers, and still make it like high def. Like, who doesn't like that? Except for the game companies. Yeah, we gotta protect our IPs. I mean. Mm. I mean, it, I mean, it, I, they're protecting them, but at the same time, it's not hurting anything because it's like, with the exception of the the minis that they release, like they're not really releasing them. Well, I guess the digital ones on their on their online service, they are really re-releasing. But I, I think once a game goes open source, that's when they don't care. 
because a lot of these old games went open source because of you know the uh, the retro archives, and mm-hmm. that's why they just put them out there and they don't care anymore because it's over twenty years old. Yeah. But speaking of which, speaking of piracy, which I'm surprised Nintendo hasn't shut this down immediately. There's a controller out there for Smash Bros. and and other games that you know use the Amiibos um, on Amazon for twenty dollars. You get this controller has all the Amiibos programmed into the controller, mm, so you wow. unlock everything. And I'm surprised Nintendo hasn't launched a lawsuit against that. Wow. Because that one to me sounds like ultra piracy right there. That another company is selling it for twenty dollars. It comes with all their data from those amiibos that are actually well, useful in a lot of games. I mean, dare I say it's no different, but like you can go on eBay and buy cards that have the scanning thing on it that you could still scan, and they're like dirt cheap too. Yeah, but those I are mean, individual. It, this has all the data, even the ex- like the rare exclusive ones. Yeah. Maybe they're working on it. Their lawyers are working on it. They just haven't done it yet. But what I see that I just... have to do the cease and desist yet. But like when I seen that, I'm like, oh man, I'm tempted. But at the same time, like I wonder if they like actually do ban it, and then they you know log the account, see if they you know log the data, and if they ban your account by just having the controller on you. Because mm. there's some there's some places that actually do that. Like there's a, a thing called Zim that people used to use for like PS4 and Xbox. Now if you put that into your console, you're banned. So yeah, that's what but, kind of thing with Nintendo too. Yeah, because Nintendo also you know with Pokemon, if people are doing shady shit they uh ban their ip they yeah. can't do terror raids or anything I, i'm i mean i'm for it no i i agree that that's why i didn't buy it because i'm like i know nintendo if they hit you with some kind of punishment it's not a minor one it's usually you're gone <laughs> you're fucked <laughs> yeah no you're right which is which like i mean like i said I'm, i i appreciate it because you gotta, you gotta, you gotta protect IP, man. You gotta protect your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just thought it was funny that I seen that. I'm like, this is tempting, but I feel like if I do this, the wrath of God's gonna get me. <laughs> yeah, that would be the luck, right? Yeah. So good, good, good call. <laughs> good call. You're like, I, I still want to play Tears of the Kingdom, damn it. Um, yeah, if you're a band, you wouldn't have gotten uh, Age of Calamity for twenty bucks and DLC for twenty bucks. Well, I, 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 they... I didn't buy Age, uh, Age of Calamity on Nintendo. I bought, oh, okay. off, I bought on eBay. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, um, back to the trailer, like, um, I think they showed it on that one, or, or I think it was a different one afterwards. They showed, like, going back to, like, the fighting, and I was talking about, like, the, the aerial vehicles. Uh, someone posted, like, oh, now we have to look forward to this, and it was, like, you know, Link on uh, some sort of hover air hovercraft thing. And he was fighting one of the uh, the ancients with the lasers. And was like, <laughs> I was like, oh man, I am not looking forward to something like that. That's going to fucking suck. Uh, I, I wish I could remember correctly, but in the trailer, they actually, or that the little demo, they showed him versing a boss, but he was able to freeze the boss somehow. With some, you know how, like, he has... That was pretty loud. Um, how he has, like, the chaining ability to lock up somebody in place. Mm-hmm. He also said... Yeah, he also had one to lock a huge, like a like a giant ogre boss. I'm like, that almost feels like oh cheating. yeah yeah the uh, in en- <clears throat> Enox I think is what they're called. Yeah, you were able to do that in. Um, I thought you were able to do that in the first game. Could you? Yeah, it, it just seems sure. weird that you can lock a boss. I feel like that's one of the ones um, you shouldn't be able to do. Um, you can, but they're locked for a very shorter period of time. Well, yeah, obviously, but that's short. Well, like I said, I'm not going to judge it's more, it. It's almost, it's almost more like of an interrupt than a lock. 
Oh, like and if they're doing that, like an attack, you want to make sure you lock them because if not, you're done. Okay. I know, something like that. Um, and and I guess in, depending on the situation, yeah, it, that particular enemy could be considered a boss, but in reality, it's just another mob. It's just a lot bigger. Um, but um, yeah, man. Um, it's it's gonna be an amazing game. That's all I could say. Can't wait. Um, it's gonna eat up a lot of my time, and I, I'm probably gonna take off that Friday, <laughs> maybe even Thursday if I do a midnight. Wait, so is is it launch. launching on Friday? The actual release date is on a Friday. I think that May 12th is a Friday. Dude, that whole weekend's not. I'm gonna no life it. Same, same. <sighs> I, I, okay, I pre-ordered. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna say I pre so. Where I pre-ordered it was Ridgeland, and so far they didn't say any midnight release, but did you pre-order at a GameStop, or did you go on Nintendo? I, I haven't pre-ordered it anywhere yet, because um, I really wanted to score the collector's edition, and I feel like, so today they released it, I didn't share this earlier, today they released it, another batch on Best Buy, they released it on Walmart, Target for the first time, and Amazon for the first time. I missed out on all of it. And I think this might have been the last wave. So I'm kind of upset. <laughs> I wouldn't say that just yet because Best Buy has been restocked five times with all all of it, like the Zelda Switch, the Pro Controller, the games. So I wouldn't say it's the last I, one. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if this is factual, but I know it's their second restock. Because uh, I think them and GameStop were like the first two entities. And Amazon's their first was today, and I think same with Walmart and Target. Uh, I'm not even gonna fuck with GameStop because uh, there's people already rumoring that uh, they're already getting ghost canceled without getting emails. So fuck GameStop. Um, as much as so, I'm only saying this because I know people at GameStop. Yeah, this is 100 percent true that happens, but because I'm connected with some of the people there, I know my pre-order won't get canceled. Mm-hmm. So that's why no fuck GameStop. I love them. <laughs> well, sorry, they're going under no matter whether you like it or not. Oh, well, they're um, going to go under. Like, there's like I think I mentioned this before. The person that yeah I, you did I, that was been going to for like ten years is gone now, and I was like, oh, it's mm-hmm. she's gone. Yeah. No, I mean I'm not saying like they deserve to lose each other. It's not their fault. You're it's heartless. Nothing. You're saying they need to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I mean it's 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 the company's fault. Um. Not even uh, Reggie could have saved him. Remember, Reggie was trying to help him. He was on the board. Remember that? I believe like, like, like he might have ate some kind of board. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, he was on something. They hired him to do something. But even Reggie's like, I can't save you guys. Boost Nintendo <laughs> sales, amiibos, amiibos, amiibos. Um, but uh, but yes, yeah, so I haven't reserved it yet. Uh, hopefully, you're right. Hopefully, there are more waves. But here's the problem, though, with all these waves is it's still i firmly believe there's still just a lot of scalpers go, go, gobbling them up because it's all over ebay for like twice the price you know so so yeah. there's scalpers but i think there's not as many as you think there are because you know what the console scalping a lot of them got hit really hard financially like i told you about that warehouse that was uh intercepted for like 1200 playstation systems they're trying to sell it for like over like for 800 dollars and no one would sell it, so they eventually had to give them away for $200. Because mm. no one was going to pay above market resale price for um, offhand systems. Mm. So I think scalpers 
because of these rules that have been put in place recently, I think a lot of them got hit hard where they're not taking risks like that anymore. Uh, hopefully. Um, but, um, but yeah, hopefully I do get my hands on it. Um, if not... Um, what comes in know, the collector's edition? Uh, it's not as good as the first one. It's like um, like a steelbook uh, case. Um, I think like some pins or something. Uh, an art book and a poster. I think that's it. It, it really isn't that glamorous. How much is it? A hundred and thirty. Oh, that's not too bad. I thought it was like you're gonna say one forty nine for all them. Like eh. no, one thirty. Because you gotta remember the the base game itself is ten bucks more as well. So it's like you're paying fifty bucks more. Yeah, but uh, but that isn't too bad. For, like the art book itself is probably worth that at least. Like usually art books go for crazy expensive money, so that pretty much makes a difference. Yeah, I, I actually kind of like the the uh, steel book that they have. Like, I don't know the meaning behind the artwork on it yet because that's probably going to be revealed during the game. But uh, I just think it's a cool looking one. So, I know games cool. going back to GameStop, they have their own exclusive pre order because you said you pre ordered already, right? There's, you're supposed to get like some sort of like yeah, you get a wooden wo- thing. Yeah, you get a wooden thing. I was like, dude, a wooden thing. I want a wooden thing. <laughs> so, to be so, how, how do I? I it's over there in my closet so it's basically the size of a case it's not that big yeah um, and all it has is just the logo on it that's it yeah. like tears of the kingdom etched in wood yeah i mean it's still still <clears throat> a cool little no- novelty thing the japanese are, are well yeah i guess it was japanese the asian pre-orders they gave uh a fork and a spoon with legend of zelda carved into the to the neck i was like oh I'm like, wait, I'm like, I'm like, wait, are, are these, are these region locked? Like, can I buy this one? Like, cause I kind of want this put in the fork. It would be funny if they just gave him like a stick and it said Zelda boink. And then that was it. <laughs> oh, or, they you, or, they, or they give you a, a, a twig with a rock. <laughs> and a string next to it. Tie it up. Go ahead. I there's, dare you to craft a, it. There's a miniature hammer. <laughs> um, That'd be a funny bonus. Uh, but I hope uh, you score If, so I I do get alerts all the time for Best Buy. I actually probably should have gave you my alert because I have an exclusive with them. But if I see one, I'll probably cancel mine and probably get the collector's edition if it's really one thirty. And then if I see another one, I'll send you a link. Yeah, I've been uh, I'm I'm really upset that I missed it today <laughs> because I so I went out to lunch and that's when I was looking, and then uh, I got back to my desk and started you know nom 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 nom. And, uh, and then I started looking again, and I, I, I refreshed Best Buy, and it said Add to Cart. And I was like, oh! and, and And then it's like, okay, you're waiting in line. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then I said, oh, sorry, sold out. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, if I probably did this one minute earlier, I would have it. And then that's when I started going back on Twitter, and it's like, it's up at Walmart. It's up at Target. It's up at Amazon. All gone already. So and that was in a matter of like fourteen minutes. So l- later on, I'm going to give you two guys to follow because they're really good at doing like a second by second update. Because usually when you see it from like main headlines, they're already sold up, they're already gone. There's uh, I'll I'll message you them later, but they're really good. That's how I like snagged all my um, collector's editions or exclusives early because somehow they get the day like the the second by second updates. Cool, cool. Is one of them Wario sixty four? No, the Wario sixty four okay. I use for deals. Um. Okay. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you. Uh, one of them. 
He's actually a good guy too because I think he does all this thing. Uh, uh, Jake. Yeah, give him a shout out. Um, but um, but yeah, I'll probably I'll probably follow them. But usually, like I'm, I'm, I mean, you know this probably just as much as anybody. Like some, you know, they'll usually give you when they find the actual live link, they'll share it, but it's not live yet. So mm. you could kind of just keep it up and then refresh it and refresh it and try to be like the first person to refresh it. Like that's live, and you hurry up and do your order, and then you go back and like it's live, and then it's already sold out for everybody else. I have to go through my following list because I forgot their actual name. But uh, there's, yeah, there's two guys. I'll I'll send to you because. They're really good at the live updates. But Warrior sixty four isn't bad either. They usually yeah, no, post a lot of good deals, but except yeah. sometimes they post links to sites like Amazon. Like if you ever seen Amazon link, never click it because it usually it's like one of like those second or third hand sellers that are usually uh, marking up the price and some yeah, renovation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, but I would be able to. I would be able to recognize that though if that was the case. Yeah, but sometimes like you look at it, you like, oh, that looks really good, and then you realize yeah. it's actually like a reseller and it's not that good. Yeah. His name is Jake Randall, YT. Jake Randall. So if you do, his at name is Jake underscore Randall underscore YT. Or I guess you could just type in Jake Randall. Um, He's great if you want, like, you know, day and date stuff. Like, recently he just tweeted out, uh, you know, for the uh, Zelda Amiibo and all that stuff. When you mm. get it. So, he's a good yeah, guy. I got that one too. I got, like I said, right now I got all the Zelda stuff. All the Tears of the Kingdom stuff, except for the collector's edition. You said you bought least, the Switch too, right? Yeah, I bought the Switch too. Dude, yeah, that, so that Switch dock looks awesome. It's like <clears throat> white with the gold engravings on it. Yeah, it looks really... And then the, the Joy-Cons are gold too. I, it makes me almost not even want to use them though. The Joy-Cons, the Joy-Cons look like a... They look butt. They look ugly. I don't like them. You don't like them? I think See, they look guys. It, it sucks that, you know, the only thing that you get customized with the Switch, which makes it almost pointless to have, is that the Switch isn't customized. It's the dock and the Joy-Cons. Why can't they just sell it separately without the Switch? I thought, well, Nintendo doesn't, but they have aftermarket stuff that's sold, don't they? Usually they're upscale price. Like, the collectors, or the Switch is three fifty nine for that, but they don't sell them like normal stores for just docking Joy-Cons. Oh, themselves. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, I'm with you. Because that's the only um, reason to get it is for the docking Joy-Cons, that's it. Well, in this case, it's an OLED, but but no, I, I understand your point. That's true. It's kind of similar to like you know PS Five. You just want the plates, and and that's it. See, that's why I, as much as I like to dis PlayStation, I I like the fact that they made the plates, not the actual console, so you can still buy that ex- like exclusive skin, but not the price of a console. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just feel like Nintendo needs to do that because you're not buying an exclusive console; you're just buying an exclusive dock and Joy-Con. Yeah, but that's, that's just me. True. I'm just being picky. That's true. No, you're not wrong. Also, uh, not wrong. Ninja, thank you for the, thank you for that. Uh, Ninja stopped by. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, thank you for that. I I, I um, thought he said something, and I was reading, and I'm like, oh, that's something else he uh, gifted. But I thought it was like you know something for Zelda because he did that. Hey, it was gifting you uh, extra money for Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh. Yeah, other than that, like, I feel like I touched up on all the points that I needed to or wanted to. Um, um, I don't know if you have any final thoughts slash remarks so, outside so I, that now you're day one, but... I, I do, and this is only, like, a, a, a what-if, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping they kind of do it. Do you, do you think that they can add 
drops for Twitch. Because I think they did it for Pokemon. Like, imagine you're playing and you get, like, an exclusive item by streaming or watching on Twitch. Do you think Twitch would do that? I don't think they did that for Pokemon. Didn't they? Mm-mm. Oh, maybe I'm thinking about Pokemon Go, because I know Pokemon Go, they have exclusive drops. For some reason, I thought do they, they did that. Do for... they for Go, too? I don't... Well, I, I know I know Go, for example, for uh, does have it, because I think I redeemed some of them. But I hmm. thought they did that for, like, you know, you get, like, a couple Pokeballs and a potion. But I could be wrong. Maybe I'm thinking something else. But I'm like, wouldn't it be cool to have, like, drops enabled for Zelda? I don't know what they would do, but... <laughs> Just simple cosmetic stuff, like I a mean, shirt or, like, a, you know, like a Twitch hat or something like that. I don't want to see a Twitch hat. You don't want to see a Twitch hat? You don't no. want to see you don't wanna see Zelda, or, sorry, Link in full purple? No, absolutely not. Um... Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know about that. But one thing I am looking forward to is taking advantage of all the amiibos I have to get a bunch of free shit. Wait, the amiibos give you stuff in the game? Yeah. I'll just steal yours. I mean, it's not like, you know, nothing that's going to make you OP'd, but... So if I use my Mario... Not um... Mario, they have to be Zelda. Aww. All right. No, you're 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 um, suited up, Mario. So I, it doesn't do anything. I I don't have many amiibos, but can you like, so let let's say you use it on your system. Can I mm-hmm. use your amiibo on my system and still get the benefit, or is it only like a one time use? Nope, nope. If you were like sitting <clears throat> beside me, you could I could do it on mine. And I'm like, here you go, and it's not tied. It's not married. All right. Next time we meet <laughs> up, I'll be like, switch, help me. <laughs> like unlock it, it the was, goodies. Uh, if memory serves me correct, I think it was really cool with Breath of the Wild that if you used the Twilight Princess amiibo, the dog actually came out and assisted you. I remember seeing for a little while, which was really cool. I don't know if that's still going to happen in this one. The one amiibo I wish I got from Breath of the Wild, um, I don't know what the name of it's called. It's like it's like a ball. It's like a machine ball. He's got like tentacle legs. Oh yeah, the ancient thing. Yeah, I wish yeah. I got that one. That. Like, the yeah, way that it looked, the model of it was just well done. And you could actually bend the arms and do whatever you want with them. So that's pretty cool. Like, I think it's it might be the only Amiibo that's flexible like that. Maybe. Yeah. I, I know at the it time it was... Out. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they still might exist. I mean, they probably do. And they, and, and they might re-release them. Actually, they probably will re-release them. It's another opportunity for, for them to make more dough. But uh, I think that's it for me. I don't really have anything else for except I just really want to play Zelda now. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I'm, I'm, I might just uh, hop it in even tonight and and do a tier for the kingdom. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, once again, I know this is like a what if, but I really wish I had multiplayer. But it'd be cool to do like a side by side co op of all the games, like us playing uh, and then going through the story, and not like a race, but like seeing who gets what and then. Talking about the story lore together, and then moving on to Tears of the Kingdom, and then that's when I ditch you. Well, (laughs) I mean, uh, that'd be okay, but like, I wouldn't be able to do it for Tears of Tears of Kingdom because I want to be. Well, that's what I'm saying. When Tears of the Kingdom comes, I'm ditching you. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. A little late, a little late, but But, uh, uh, yeah. So that's yeah, that that's that. any any last words outside of Zelda that maybe any you want service to words? Uh, no, I think I pretty much exhausted my Zelda talk. I'm, 
I'm just all about playing it now. <laughs> yep. Um, so on that note, um, that'll be uh, uh, that'll be it for the episode thirty version of Automata Podcast. Um, once again, for anybody out there that may be affected with uh, tonight's or today as a whole thunderstorm, storms pearl, be safe out there. And uh, next week, it looks like we may be streaming on Thursday. And we'll probably have a nice long-ish thorough discussion on the Super Mario Brothers movie since, like I said, we're going to be seeing Oh, yeah, we'll see the movie then. Yeah. I keep forgetting that it's next week. That's when we're going to see the movie. Yeah, it's on on Wednesday. It's here. Here. We're probably going to have a lengthy conversation about that. Yeah, we're probably going to have a lengthy conversation about it. So, um... Look forward to that. And uh, outside of that, Josh, you have yourself a good one. We will talk soon. We will see each other soon. Yes. And everybody else out there, please follow, like, share, comment. Share us your thoughts on Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, What did you like with that 10-minute? Also, if they don't have a share feature, we boycott for seven days. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Seven days is all it takes. Well, it, it's 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 tested and it's uh it's proven. It's all you need is seven days. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I'm at the real Shiesty. He's at Joshua Cast. Thank you very much for watching and deuces. <laughs>